fuck is that? <laughs> Yo! That's that motherfucking tie, little goat yawn. <laughs> it's me. It's me. It's in K B four twenty, aka Fat Boy four twenty, aka Roman Reigns. He showed up on SmackDown. He didn't really even have him a match. I can't believe it. All right, here comes this nigga. Where the fuck did you come from, Spirit Smart? This motherfucker is reckless, man. That man to 11. Hey, you are now listening to the most unapologetic wrestling podcast in all the internet. Sting sucks. Hayes. Hops. And let it sizzle. Let it sizzle. This sizzle broke. Turnbuckle. <laughs> run out of breath. Say it and get it over with. Nigga, hold on to what? I'm dying. <laughs> uh, one of us might have COVID on this episode 33. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> if I got it, you got it now. Oh, shit. If I got it, I'm Probably Benden had, had it. I know. I've already had it. Benden had it. I'm, I'm, on, on, I'm on COVID 27, dog. I thought I had that shit, what, back last February or some shit like that? That's like, funny. I felt like I was about to die. Did my wife care? No. <laughs> you come I told on literally, I couldn't take anything. We mm. went to a Mexican restaurant. Oh, yeah, you and I couldn't taste nothing. And I told my wife then, I'm dying. Mm-hmm. We're going bowling. Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> Come on out here. But yeah, you, gonna, you got to go bowling now. <laughs> uh, we are now watching NXT TakeOver. I want to say it's the first uh, war games they had, but I don't, I'm not sure. Cause yeah, just, it is because Sanity was in the first one. Okay. Well, uh, what you sipping on, Bo? Okay, today in the early part of the day, I am sipping on a bold rock hard cider, but this time it is pear, and it's made with New Zealand pears, as a matter mm. of fact. Uh, New Zealand pear. Yeah, from New Zealand. You know who else comes from New Zealand? Who? Yams. How many of us have them? Yams. Long Street from New Zealand talking about games. Take from New Zealand. I'm talking about games. Tony Yams. <laughs> yeah, but this is produced and bottled by Bull Rock Partners LP, 1020 Rockfish Valley Highway, Nellie's Ford, Virginia. So we're definitely still kicking it local. Locale. Yeah, um, I see it. I see it rolled. What are you smoking? I'm smoking on that Kobe Marathon. Did you say COVID Marathon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I'm on COVID 27. <laughs> nah, I'm on that Kobe. as Kobe Jelly Bean Bryant. Okay. All right. Yeah, RIP. Yeah, RIP. You remember when we found that news out about him? We was we was playing Call of Duty. Nigga, I got off the my, phone. No, my, my <laughs> wife broke the news, and we just kept, man, that's a lie. That's a bullshit. Look, I started dying because I'm checking my phone and shit. I'm checking up. All of a let me call you back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Peter Kobe. Yeah, huh? bro, dude. And I was sad for about a whole week. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a lot of news in wrestling. I mean, love it or hate it. Sting is now in AEW. I liked it. My partner right here didn't really care for it that much, but to each his own. I mean, it was cool with me. I, I like the whole winter is coming thing. Like the fact that Kenny got that title, as we all thought that he was. 
But we're not here to talk about AEW. We are here to talk about Monday Night Trash. Want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. As the results this week, Jeff Hardy defeats Elias in a Bust your back of the head on those steps. God, why would you boo. give it away before we start? Because that's the only thing I give a fuck about. This is true. That is it. That is why I, when they said there was another match, I'm like, that's what I said. The feud ain't said. over. It ain't over. It's the, okay, it's the most retarded thing I've seen. Uh, this far. anyway, Shane Thorne defeats Ricochet. <laughs> Oscar and Lana defeats Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, Cedric Alexander defeats Xavier Woods, ASAP AJ defeats Keith Lee and Matt Riddle, Dana Brooke defeats Mia Yim, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus defeat Miz Morrison via DQ. Wait a minute, I must have missed that Mia Yim match. I, 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 it was it was uh, rather quick. Oh yeah, I'm definitely. I didn't see that. I don't quick. know nothing about this. Yeah, the show kicks off with a moment of bliss as she welcomes us to a super exciting, super duper edition. Yay! Of a moment of bliss. Please welcome a 14 time world champion, the Viper, the Legend Killer, and her favorite superstar, Randy Orton. Bliss says somebody's in a foul mood, and she would also be in a foul mood if this happened to her last week. So roll it, monkeys. <laughs> and they do, of course, a recap him and uh, versus ASAP Cap, AJ and Fiend, who basically cost him his ticket to move on to the triple threat match tonight. Alexa giggles, saying that she can't believe the Fiend did that to him. But have you ever asked yourself, why did he do that to him? Obviously, she doesn't know the Fiend as well as Orton yet, but she asks herself, why would he do that to me? Orton says she's known Bray Wyatt. Uh, he said he's known Bray Wyatt for a long oh, time. And, <laughs> and he knows him very, very well. But The Fiend, he hasn't been formally introduced yet, but she has. Alexa says he's one of her best friends. And Orton says uh, The Fiend and him actually have a lot in common. And they really do. But the one main difference is all of his pain and suffering. He wears on his exterior for everyone to see. All of Orton's pain, he keeps it bottled up, he suppresses it, he tucks it deep away down in his gut so he can uh, blend in. Now the voices he hears, voices in the Fiend, hears voices too. Another similarity, but the voices the Fiend hears is Orton's. Alexa says he ain't what the Fiend, that ain't what the Fiend told her. Orton cuts her off saying he didn't tell her everything about Orton. That years ago, that he had made a choice to figure out what Bray's weakness was, what his, what his vulnerability was, and he found it, and he burned the bitch to the ground. So now he knows what he needs to do. Now Orton needs to find the, the fiend's weakness and vulnerability. He goes closer to Alexa saying that he believes that he found it, uh, doesn't she think? Alexa asks, is that what the voices are telling Orton? Is that what she uh, is that what he hears or are they telling him lies? She asks him who's manipulating who. It's a standoff and the lights begin to cut off. Or says, uh, see what he means? Another area of light shut off and Alexa says, see what she means? And Orton looks around and it goes dark and Fiend appears and Orton has Alexa in his arms as Fiend approaches slowly, asking for his best friend back and Orton tosses her ass into the hands of the Fiend and escapes saying, who's laughing now? And I'm pretty sure uh, an RKO is in the future for a little Miss Bliss. Um, you know what I got to say about anything to do with Miss Bliss. Mr. Yeah. Wyatt, 
and Mr. Orton. You yeah. put all three of them together, I am just motherfucking uh, <clears throat> giving a reach around <clears throat> at this point. Is it a reach around? I'm giving a reach around at this point. <laughs> so I'm going to divulge from that mm-hmm. and repeat what I said off, off air. That Sting shit is bullshit. I don't give a damn. Who cares? <laughs> it ain't the biggest thing going in wrestling. What is? Not that. Okay. That Kitty Omega shit to me was way better than that. That Kitty I mean, Omega. I mean, I, I was I was cool with that. I, mean, I love the screw drive. We knew the screw drive was coming, but you didn't know how it was coming. I do like the the fact that they're actually doing the dual brand stuff with Impact. It's gonna get I know, impact some, I know some people said that, oh, well, we don't want all promote. Why not? I mean, especially around this time, we that's something we need is like dual promotions. Like, especially you have all this talent that isn't getting these eyes. Why not run it through a platform as AEW? Does everything need to come through there? No. Not all stuff, but all the major things, the major players that we've missed on television. Yeah, we can run some of them through AEW. You know well, what I, mean? I, I mean, um, I was a little bit uh, confused at first of why Impact, but then that's one of the houses that um, the Young Bucks built. So I, I get it. A lot um, of people ran through the, uh, the Lucha I mean, Bros. Oh, oh, were man, there. Come on, you know. So I mean, yeah, that makes all the sense in the I world. Mean, that was the, that was the time that that I just hate the way they did Pentagon though, because he had that title for like a week. Mm. I mean, maybe a month. Yeah, well, he gave him time, but he was, man, he was <laughs> here, there, he was that everywhere. Was I mean, that motherfucker was everywhere. Stretched there. I mean, it was, it was still it was like Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, motherfucking New Japan. Yeah. Everywhere. This, everywhere that, where there was a promotion, this motherfucker was working in. Oh, uh, so I, whatever that year was, like, he was my favorite wrestler that year. Like, yeah. Yeah, that definitely made. It's fucking Alistair Black versus Velveteen Um So, <laughs> so I'm all for that. And we're, we're watching NXT War Games. What year is this? 2017. Um, Lars Sullivan is not big enough to do that real big man shit. Nah. He's not. I, I just seen how he struggled to. Damn, Cesar Benoni? Um. It's just he's not that guy, and I I don't know why they put their eggs in that basket as far as it's not SmackDown. It's not they. It's one person. Yeah. It's Vince McMahon. Everybody everybody hates him. Vince is the only one that sees anything in Lars Sullivan. Okay, this is one. This is what made me a fan of Velveteen Dream. Like this match right here is what I said. Put it okay, I see. I see what people are talking about now. Because I know I was. Uh, Fucking just like, dude, that dude's the shit. You like, yeah, he's okay. I'm I mean, like, I didn't pay any attention to like, you, you go, but you go back to him when he wasn't tough enough. Yeah, you know, what I'm and I, I just I, knew how much of a, 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 a student of the game he was, and that's why I was like, finally, a real black guy, not no fucking hey, hey, what's up, kid, homeboy, homeboy, <laughs> homeboy. Yeah, I mean, just a whole package. I mean, granted, granted, I hope he shakes everything that 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 he's got. Still sticking to him regarding that. Uh, oh, uh, well, I'll say that for later. Yeah, if I can say anything about about the segment with Alexa Bliss, uh, Randy Orton, and the Fiend. So people didn't want this segment to happen, and Vince didn't listen to nobody, nobody at all. They what ran wrong. Well, Orton, the- Orton didn't really like the segment neither, but he, the Vince, still wanted to push this segment on. 
it kind of made to me the fiend look a little bit weak. It made it made fiend look weak, and then it made Alexa Bliss look like a damsel in distress. Yeah, I'm thinking. I mean, how I'm. I mean, if you're looking at the story as just just the story how it is. Yeah. As with the fiend touched powers, like to me, like that that women's title is just sitting on it's just sitting on Oscar's shoulder at this point. To me, it's whenever they want to sick Alexa Bliss under the fiend. That's her title to get, right? Uh, I mean, that's I, I, how I, I, I mean that's how I look at it. I, I'm still not convinced on her in ring ability. I'm talking um, about strictly storyline. She's supposed to be, this, you know, you know, you're supposed to be like you have Alexa Bliss, but then you have the up, juiced up form of her and under the fiend. Like you have Bray Wyatt, and you have the juiced up form of him as the fiend. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying, really, look who took the title off. The Fiend. True. You know what I'm saying? True. It took a Goldberg, yeah, you know somebody what I'm saying? With a spirit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> somebody with a spirit. Somebody with a spirit. Like, everybody else, you ain't even getting no wins. Unless it's just the, what, the the regular Bray Wyatt, you yeah. know, Fire Fire Funhouse form of them, so. As I sit here and watch this awesome entrance with Aleister Black, it just makes me cringe at the fucking fact that whoever backstage says, well, we just don't see anything in Aleister Black. What? Dude. What? Like an hour ago I was playing up. Uh, no, I said about two hours ago I was playing 2K19 yeah. and I lost to this motherfucker in a fucking uh, last man standing when I was playing as Kevin Owens. Look at this presentation. The move set. The the black mask. It, it, he can fly. He can throw hands. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he don't. He ain't, you know the biggest man in the world, but him throwing hands nullifies all that. Talk about out of touch. And I guess I'll throw this in and we'll move on. Yeah. So yeah, come to find out, Bruce Pritchard is the one that that, that has basically all the power. As well, far that's as, what they've been saying. And, he's got like, and people are highly frustrated with that fat fucker. Fuck is you doing, Bruce? You came back to suck the dick events, and that's all you did. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about a brother love. I don't give a fuck about your podcast. I don't give a fuck about none of that. You are not what wrestling needs right now, especially WWE. But I'm gonna keep it a whole band. I had no problem really with the with the segment. I didn't yeah. think it, I didn't I didn't think it was no career killer. I thought it was well, no, it wasn't a career killer. I just said to make Bray Wyatt look a little bit like. And once again, we all I, I always say, why is the Fiend being shown on television? Why is the fiend not being saved for like if it's a go home show or something like that? We don't need to see the fiend oh, until pay per view. We've said that to yeah. death. Yeah, but yet still they still overexpose because that was definitely a Bray Wyatt moment. Yeah, indeed, indeed, it, and it wouldn't have hurt the fiend at all because it's Bray. You're going out to Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt sometimes does. What What are you doing, bud? You know something like that. But all right, let's <laughs> let's move on. Elias versus Jeff Hardy in the symbiote match. Why are they showcasing Drew McIntyre? Wait, wait a minute. Why are they showcasing Drew McIntyre's history since the Royal Rumble? Like we don't know about the shit. Boo. They did that shit the whole night. I couldn't believe they kept doing that shit. Like I was like, man, wait a minute. Yeah, y'all do know y'all only talking about like a year of his work. Cause yeah. Do y'all really want to go into the? If we really want to do a showcase, showcase that three MB bullshit. This was, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but yeah, back to this bullshit of a feud of a match that'll go indeed straight to the finish. I don't give a fuck about drums, pianos, keyboards, guitars, xylophones, congas, harps, saxophones, 
French horns, ukuleles, piccolos, triangles, or fucking cowbell. Fuck. More cowbell. <laughs> fuck this match. We do, however, give a fuck about our truth that was hiding in the piano as all of the 24-7, 7-Eleven, uh, Bowl Rock, Rolling Rock, The Rock, uh, Crack Rock, <laughs> Heroin <laughs> Champion. <laughs> That was that white horse. <laughs> yeah. Look, all, look, the only thing I can ever think of is Clerks 2 when fucking uh, Jay was sitting there dancing to that shit. <laughs> that hair on. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it put the lotion on the skin or it gets the hose again. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was playing in the background. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah 24-7 championship. Uh, shit, my phone. Okay, here we go. 24-7 championship. Runners are chasing him. Gulak is back body dropped by Jeff. Grand Metal Dominic is dropped by Elias. Lince Dorado and Gulak are taken out by the guitars, courtesy of Jeff and Elias. That goes to show what the fuck they give about them. Lots and lots of talent. Lucha House Party, that should be a, a staple of a tag team on Monday Night Trash, but they're running for the WWE. Should never left uh, SmackDown. Yeah, but then, then you have Drew Gulak, who, like, like a sucker, they, they they lured him in. Like, hey, we got this contract you was looking for. We promise we're going to give you a lot of showing. Running for that 24-7 championship. Man, he would have been a star at yeah. AEW. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A younger, uh, you know what I'm saying? A younger talent with that fucking wrestling pedigree yeah. behind him. Okay, the idiot Elias goes to stab Jeff with a guitar handle and ends up stabbing the speaker, shocking the shit out of him. Wham! Jeff blasts Elias across the back with a right bass, and now Elias is bounced off the steps and placed on the table. Jeff stacks some ukuleles we don't give a fuck about on him and damn near kills himself. In the process, as he swung Tom bombs Elias through, uh, through the table, extremely close to the steps, he must be on that shit. Curtis here, why in the fuck? You had to be high to miss those steps right there. Oh, you got a whole case of stairs, and you thought it was a good goddamn idea to climb your motherfucking ass to the top and drop down. Wait, 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 Curtis, wait, Curtis. He had adrenaline in him, okay? Okay, he had adrenaline. He had some fucking adrenaline in him, all right. Now, we don't need to give him no more excessive piss tests. You know what the judge said. You can't give a man over seven piss tests in four days, man. That does that is not... We feel like you're going for Jeff Hardy. Do you got an agenda or a vendetta against Jeffrey? You know what? You were just a goddamn minute. You've been off of work for about a month. Hey, man, it's holiday season. It, man. Wasn't, a fucking, it wasn't a fucking holiday season in the early November, oh. motherfucker. You know what? You know what? What, what have you been doing? What have you been doing? You come into uh, you come into the office on Monday too, as well, along with Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff got weed in his back pocket. <laughs> There goes Phil snitching once again to try to keep his job, but yeah, man, he he damn near kills himself once again doing that swan time and um, yeah, uh, he, he plays a tambourine afterwards, shaking the shit off after the win. So yeah, I told you he got in. Man, you heard what Phil said? He got weed in his back pocket, man. We don't make you do that shit. That nigga on something. Not that I know, but I've hoid. Cocaine is a hell of a drug, and you can shake shit off as well. But yeah, what do you rate this match? Hold up. 
you get it right. Yep, that's what happens. That's what I. All right, all right. Yeah, why the fuck we the the feud of Sheamus and Jeff has already been over for a long, long time now. And it would have been. It made so much more sense to incorporate Sheamus in that while you were waiting on the Drew McIntyre feud to pop. Mm-hmm. It made way so much more sense. You you, you could have made. Because you could, I mean, you could have just had Elias come back and make it seem like, just question Joe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, come on, bro. You know you've seen the footage. And then they just, you know, somehow it turns into a triple threat match. Or maybe you incorporate the United States title into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would have gave them something else to do instead of Bobby Lashley <laughs> <laughs> forever just making these men making all the my, minorities in the minority war boom 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 minority war <laughs> uh like uh underthought man cuz i mean i remember ricochet was special <laughs> and now his name is Dickashay and I give no fucks about him. But as soon as they took them lasers away from yeah. him, I knew that he was doomed. Yeah. <laughs> oh I, I knew he was doomed when it was Alistair Black and him as a tag team. I'm like, like, why are they even in? So we the, we're not gonna make we're not gonna make him special at all. Why are they even on the main roster around this time? Uh, I think Dickashay and Alistair. Um, Brown <laughs> already had known what their uh, fate was at, at that last takeover. Like, Triple H, we do not want to go. We know what the fuck is about to happen. Please keep us. His name is now fucking, I don't know the last time you've seen him. His name is Alistair Milk Carton. <laughs> you, yeah. gotta, you gotta put out a missing report on this motherfucker. Well, we know the whole uh, yeah, we know. controversy with, with uh, Thea Trinity died yeah. and what went down with that. Alistair Black requested, uh, you know, if now y'all are not going to use me on the main roster, at least let me go back to NXT. And they, they denied it. So, you know, you know what that's all about. What I would petty do, fucks. It, it just doesn't make no you sense. You petty fucks. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um. All right. Matt Riddle is conversing with Keith Winslow as he's preparing for the triple threat. Riddle asks how excited he is. Is he? For the triple threat, and one of them are going to get an opportunity to take on Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Riddle says he bets Winslow is nervous, and Riddle knows he himself was nervous, and he doubled up on his wake and bake. <laughs> <laughs> could Winslow imagine if uh, he could Winslow imagine if he or Riddle becomes WWE champion? It would be a dream come true, and Winslow has a chance. In a few, uh, he had his chance a few months ago, but Riddle. Hasn't and McIntyre seems like a chill dude, and he always wanted to him to do the Austin Powers dead sexy whatever the fuck that was. Uh, he says that uh, it was a bad ac- accent, and can Winslow do a better and uh, better one? And Winslow is good at disappearing. <laughs> His riddle is by himself. Cue hmm. up them booze as Richard buried. Boo. Has a message for Dickashay. Oh boy. Mustafa Ali asked how come Dickashay can't see that he's been pushing the same boulder up the same mountain only to fall back to the ground week after week. Everything that is happening to Dickashay has already happened to Retro Buried. Just like Dickashay 
promises that were made yes. to them turn into lies. Where were y'all? And just like Dickenshay, they were wrong, disrespected, and I their dreams were turned show. into a nightmare. <laughs> Can he see that Dickenshay is supposed to be standing next to them? Oh. Shane Thorne says he used to be blowing, Mike, to the corruption. He even making but, this little nigga talk, boo. But Ali could see what he couldn't. Ali oh. showed him that he was forgotten, discarded, and half of a man. Oh. And while the rest of the world rejected him oh. and <laughs> took him as a joke, oh. <laughs> Ali showed him oh. what he really is a repping for Retroberry. Oh. His heartfelt testimony, brother. Boo, oh. boo. <laughs> Ali says Digger Shane chose not to join him so the night thorn will make him face the consequences of that decision and I'm maybe Velveteen then he Alistair will see what Ali sees I don't know why I'm even listening to this shit but alright well let's go to Shane Thorne versus Digger Shane <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh man Digger Shane says he needs to be better than Ali in the ring and out of the ring to prove that Ali is going all about this the wrong way. Homeboy? Homeboy? Bro? Bro? Cuz? What's home, up, cuz? Home slice? Home skillet? <laughs> Give, Bro me five. Give me five on the backhand side. Broski? <laughs> Homeboy? Homeboy! Yeah, we're gonna go uh, the right way and that's straight to the finish. Okay. Straight to it. The rest of Retroberry come down for the assist, but get dropped on the outside as Dickashay dives on these jobbers. He throws Thorn back in and Ali watches on. Dana Brooke is behind Ali as uh, she gets his attention just to slap the retribution out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke asks, where the bitch at? <laughs> Thorn rolls up Dickashay for a near fall, but Dickashay lands a kick to Thorn. After, uh, uh, well, another on Dijak, who's on the apron. Then a hat trick on Madden. And he misses Ali, who gives a distraction. Nice snap belly to back suplex on Dickashay. And Thorne picks up the win. And even though Retribution shined tonight, they still look like Retroburied if they're beating up on little Dickashay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just took one uh, Bobby Lashley to uh, put an end to... Rick, ricochet you see how much you really you really see how much they give a fuck about uh ricochet i don't know who he was fucking with maybe they, like they knew about tessa blanchard being like a racist and he's like oh you used to mess with that little pie face face okay 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 guess what's gonna happen to you brock lesnar f5 yep you gonna come out there with that all your little. You gonna get you a whole new outfit on. You gonna go see Ockbeard and you gonna get him some new threads. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you, yes. Gonna, you gonna go over there and you gonna go and see all the people over there: Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iraq, uh, uh, Saddam Hussein, all the motherfuckers over there. You gonna go over there and then you gonna be like, "Hey, guess what? I'm gonna have me a match." And they gonna be like, "Yes, that's gonna be a good match." And then be like, "No, not really, but I'm here." I'm just happy to be here, bro. I'm just I just want to live in the moment, bro. And bro. Ever since then, what was the next match? Riddick Moss. And it was like, yep, this is your tier. This is exactly this is where you are. This is this is yep. what we think of you. You you lost to Riddick Moss. That whole superhero shit. I was so tired of that. He's a superhero. Superhero. Superheroes don't lose like that. <laughs> I don't remember my favorite superheroes taking L's as such. Nah. And uh you said it took one Bobby Lashley to destroy who? Dickashay. Well, it took a whole thing to destroy Retroberry. Yeah. And uh, I didn't get a... Did you give a rating or... Oh. Yeah, I 
think I did. No, I don't think you did. Wow. Two in a row. Man, it's not breaking out any bag of reefers. Nah. To rate, to rate this at all. Uh, let's, let's give this one a regular Schlitz. I don't give a fuck about Schlitz malt liquor. Well, regular Schlitz beer at that. I don't give a fuck about retribution. <laughs> and we can thank Vince and whoever else for that. All right. Uh, there's no need for me to say anything about that. You see what the fuck going on. All right. They wouldn't have to give you a recap of Drew McIntyre's journey if they didn't take the title off of him in Hell in a Cell just to put it back on him two weeks later. Piss poor planning that's thrown everything off on what they had planned for the title going into WrestleMania 37. <clears throat> Ooh, shit. All right. Excuse me. Well, it's Miz TV and shit, and he welcomes us to Miz TV and plugs his show as he's the face of USA. He's made some phone calls to land his special guest, and it's the lowdown Doity Seamus. I'm pale as fuck and giving out junkie kids. Junkie kids. I'm pale as fuck and I'm from far away. Yeah, right there. <laughs> Every time. Yes, with the dance move, nigga. Yeah, he yeah, kept on dancing. It was over. <laughs> Would have seen this. Shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> but he's dressed very Irish and rugged for this occasion. They all take a seat as Ms. Morrison asks, "How was this thing?" As I hold up, as I always think, that's how he should wrestle. I don't think he should give up that other, like his attire. I think he should come out with the suspenders, and like that should be his gimmick. Mm. Like that fucking. Bruiser, bro, come off, take off the coat. Yeah. It was kind of what Ridge Holland was going for, but he didn't have like, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's I, I can true. see that. I can dig it. They all take a seat as Ms. Morrison asks, "How was his Thanksgiving? And is he a turkey man, or did he go straight for the sides?" And I'm tempted to go straight to the finish for this segment, but <laughs> we'll see how far this shit goes. Seamus says, uh, "Get to the fucking point." Ms. says he knows their opponents tonight. But they are out for a friendly interview. Uh, Morrison cracks uh, Lord of the Dance joke. Whatever. Seamus says he has a match to prepare for. And The Miz uh, says they're not there to talk about Low Down Dirty, but his partner, Drew McIntyre. Seamus asks, what did, they want, uh, what did they know? What did he want to know? And Miz says, Seamus made the most heartfelt gesture by returning the family chest from Scotland. Morrison said he caught feels. <laughs> but Miz asked, what did Seamus get in return? They said he got shafted. And basically, they're stirring the pot saying McIntyre forgot about Seamus. Also saying that he's jealous knowing that McIntyre would become WWE champion. Seamus says that's the difference between him and the Miz because he doesn't expect anything in return. They're part of Drew's heirlooms and they're like brothers and they go way back. Miz says McIntyre has something that he wants as well as Seamus, and that's the title. All right. Uh, Morrison add, adds, if McIntyre was the brother, he says he is, he would already gave Seamus the title opportunity. Miz says as soon as he cashes in the contract and wins the title, Morrison is the first in line. Okay, Miz. That's what friends uh, do. And uh, Miz suggests 
that Sheamus cashes in all of that frustration on McIntyre. Tonight, and the Miz will cash in that Money in the Bank briefcase. Sheamus gives it a thought and laughs it off, saying that it was pretty funny and he has a sense of humor. Miz asks, what is it like being an afterthought knowing McIntyre is up there and Sheamus is down there? Better yet, when's the last time Sheamus tasted the WWE Championship? Five years ago for two months. And Roman Reigns, remember he took it all for him on Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. He was the top of the heap and now his best friend is there and Sheamus let that happen. Sheamus wants to laugh at something, laugh at his career because it's a joke. Low down dirty, he ain't like that shit. He ain't like that shit. At all. Yeah, and he's on his feet. Miz and Morrison look shook as Sheamus takes off his coat saying that the difference between him and the Miz, uh, that's the difference between him and the Miz. He likes to talk about what he will do, but Sheamus likes to use his hands as he cracks Miz in the jaw as well as Morrison. Sheamus tosses uh, uh, the briefcase to Miz. Uh, t- call- shit. Sheamus, Sheamus tosses the Miz to the outside as Morrison climbs on his back, but Sheamus gets the best of him, beating him up. Miz attacks Sheamus with a briefcase from behind, laying him out and giving him another shot for good measure. The question is, where was McIntyre? Man, it's uh, Alistair Black versus <laughs> was life, yo. And I, I just forgot how dope this it shit made, was. It made Velveteen a star. Hell yeah, it did. Um, I mean, yep. Okay. It's a segment. All right. I don't have nothing for it. I'm kind of mad at I, myself. Let me tell you what I don't like. What's that? How, how, with the inevitable split between the Miz and Morrison, yeah. the way Morrison is just a fucking. It's just a lackey. He takes all the pins, and I don't know how we're supposed to respect him. He's a lackey. When he, when he gets the title. But, I mean, we know who he is. Ty Valkyrie, stay your ass where you at. Don't, don't you bring your ass to WWE. Hey, man, they ain't not going to do nothing with your long face. God damn. They ain't going to do nothing with you. All right. Not, they not. They not. They not. They're not going to do nothing. It just frustrates me. Like, I'm like a broken record. Like, I'm not going to repeat myself. But I'm not even a big fan of her, though. I just, I I haven't seen what what is special about her. I I mean, mean, I'm just joking about, you know, we we just talk shit up here. I've seen decent matches from her, but I don't see what's special about her. That's what I'm saying. I didn't see what was special about um, uh, Tessa Blanchard. I didn't really see what was the so like I see I see what's dope about Sue Young. I see what's dope about Jordan Grace. Uh well I think Tessa regarding her athleticism and being a total package of a wrestler, of a female wrestler, uh, was decent, but all of her backstage antics and how her attitude and uh, whatever else see no difference up. between her character and Charlotte, so I mean they're pretty much they're pretty much as as of the same, like knowing who their fathers are. And I'm pretty sure if Tessa decides to come to WWE, they're, of course, going to push that agenda. Oh, we've got to get Tessa and Charlotte in the ring. We've got to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Asuka's seat backstage giving pointers on how they would beat Baszler and Asuka and Sarah. And Sarah? Bobby. Yeah, she sneaks up. Lana says she, w- she wouldn't understand what Asuka said, and I don't fucking either. <laughs> I do understand that this match is going straight to the goddamn finish, though. Great. To it. Yeah, Oscar and Lana versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Sarah <coughs> is who? <laughs> I'm, 
It's stirring the pot. And Nia says last week, they got lucky. And Lana just got lucky. It was Oscar with the win. But guess where Lana's going tonight? Through a table. A table? <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking Nikki Cross. This was Nikki Cross. And goddamn, did they fuck Sanity up. Man, Sanity was the shit Vince back McMahon in the said, fuck your idea, Triple H of Sanity. As soon as they hit the main... God, Lee, it's a star stuff. Number one. It's Oscar from Naki Finn Balor. Why did you put this pay-per-view on? As well, he always shows something that'll take our minds totally away from this shit called Monday Night Trash. Baszler says she played her part and whatever, the finish. Asuka and Lana wins. <laughs> Asuka snuck in a kick to the dome of Baszler, and Lana was the legal combatant as she pins Shayna Baszler to get the win. This ain't the Baszler from NXT. This is not the Baszler from NXT. Wow. Lay alone. Three in a row. Look, look at this lineup. Fatal four, but just a fatal four oh, way, man. Wow. My gosh, man. NXT is fucking awesome. Sheamus is backstage shaking off the briefcase. Needless to say, I'm not saying shit about the previous match. All right. Uh, yes. Sheamus backstage shaking off the brief, uh, briefcase shots. And the laughing McIntyre asks, is he okay? Sheamus asks, what the fuck is so funny? McIntyre says it was kind of funny. And it was must-see TV. Uh, Sheamus thanks McIntyre for coming out there to help, which he didn't. And if the roles were reversed, Sheamus would have did the same fucking thing. McIntyre says that's why they get along so well. And uh, is Sheamus ready to knock the head off of the Muppets? Oh, okay, whatever. Sheamus says that was just an appetizer. And he's ready for the main course. He wants to finish what Miz and Morrison started. Xavier Woods versus Cedric Alexander. And they're stretching this one out, ain't they? Oh, man. I'm about to start not giving a fuck. I already don't give a fuck about it. This is what happens when there is no tag team division. They fight for weeks. And this week, it's a singles match. And you know, next week, it will be Kofi versus versus Shelton. Shelton. And I don't even give a fuck about this promo. But Austin Creed was named the host for the revival of G4. And that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That's that's a that's a big business move. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's about. He already got his. I mean, he's just going straight into video gaming. Like, yeah, pretty much. He's just going to run that world. You know what I'm saying? God, this is the only time I really fucked with the iconic duo. Shit, I mean, that's the when Peyton Royce was just put pushed as the main, and yeah. Billy was like her lackey. Yeah, yeah the whole was, Poison Ivy shit. Yeah. Shit was dope, man. I had to, you know, at that time. But yeah, man, um, big props to uh, Austin Creed uh, for that. Uh, the Hurt Business are out, and I hate that I don't care about this, but why is Cedric Falsetto saying, <laughs> that was pure dumb luck that they didn't win last week, homeboy? Right. <laughs> pure dumb luck. Tonight, Cedric is going to show Xavier what the Hurt is all about, bro. Yeah, bro. Homeboy. Homeboy. The finish. The finish. And it was a nice counter by Xavier. As Cedric went for a dive, but Xavier got it. Cedric into the barricade hard. And Xavier tossed him back in, but wham! Lumbar check out of nowhere to get the win. And Cedric is turned as he celebrates, but not with MVP or Shelton, as they don't like that shit. And this could send his ass back to her business boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker forgot all about it. I was like, nigga, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the little wrinkle, and this is a, it's been there since they put Cedric in. Yeah, the little seeds of doubt. It's probably like the best part of this whole program inside the uh, um 
uh, her business. Okay. Uh, yeah, that'd be a credible win if it's like if it's. It. That's right. Well, that's when they debuted the new titles. Yeah. They wore again. What was it? Yeah, yeah. As you can see, that that's the. Remember, they bought the new titles out, and oh, that's okay. right. Yeah. Um, but Incredible. I give this match a uh, grandma some um, uh, some Reggie. <laughs> it's some uh, it's some the run of the mill Reggie. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got it. And sometimes you might get got. And they might say it's some good Reggie. You know, some fire, and, and you mad that you paid forty dollars for a. I just got I got it, Cali man. Yeah, I got you know that Cali man. Fuck, fuck with me. It's outdoor though. Fuck, it's outdoor. Fuck with me though. It's outdoor. That backyard boogie. Yeah. Like I mean, it's 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 that motherfucking it's that we it's that uh Khalifa Kush, but it's the outdoor. They 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 had they had no room inside. I mean, it's so Khalifa. Had, it's still it's, Khalifa. It's still Khalifa though. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's a Khalifa that that was you know it, it's got a little bit of moisture. moisture. Some it's deer ate on it. Some deer ate on it. It's all right. You know what I'm saying? Know, but that shit hit a, like a, bear, a bear pissed near it. You know what I'm saying? It I mean, is this is what I'm smoking on now. You want to hit it? You want to hit it? She. I mean, this is what I'm smoking. He lying. You know, he got some. some. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this it was a grandma that just because of that wrinkle of that. But I do not give a fuck about them in New Day continuing the minority war. <laughs> I'm black. You black. Let's minority wrestle. war. <laughs> <laughs> they run a tag division. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man. Uh, yeah. Let's give let's give this a motherfucking um arama arama. Miller Sharps. Why the fuck are you drinking non-alcoholic beer? Yeah. And why the fuck are we still dealing with this shit right here? And if you are gonna d- drink uh non-alcoholic, why are you going with Miller? <laughs> Fuck it, you might as well drink a ginger ale. What the fuck are you drinking? Non-alcoholic, it serves no purpose. Nah. No purpose at all. I've seen non-alcoholic vodka. I said, what the fuck is this? Wow. Man, they stressed her out. Look at that smile on her face before Nia got a hold of her. We're talking about Kyrie. She was so happy and just delighted to be there. And Nia Jax took But look, I mean, she was actually bigger. That like that whole main roster shit stressed her out. She said, "I want to go back to Japan yeah. right now, not now, but, but right, right now." now. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, yeah, there's no tag teams. There's no tag teams, man. So why even have two different sets of tag team belts if y'all have done everything to fuck up the tag team division? There is no one. There's no one, and you'll you'll see this match probably in 2021 as well. All right, it's ASAP Cap and almost, and Matt Riddle greets the two. Famous, famous. ASAP asks, uh, "What does he want?" As he has a big match tonight, and Riddle is aware of it. He hasn't won it before, but ASAP has, but he lost it, and he hasn't been able to get it back. ASAP says that shit's gonna change tonight. Because he's going to win the triple threat. Riddle tells ASAP to hop out of the way, Skipper. Because he's getting that carrot tonight. And almost bust out laughing. And ASAP asks, what the hell's so funny? Huh? You got jokes? You got jokes? You are, are you a comedian? I'll tell you, good comedian. Jeff Foxworthy. Now, that's a good comedian. Well, between him, Larry the Cable Guy, I can sit back laughing at him, laughing at him for days. Because I'm going to come out with a new new slogan. It's going, it might be a nit. Oh, oh, hold up. Wait, hold up. Wait, CM Punk, wait you're a, a liar. Wait a I ain't a racist. I just drop fires. Hey, right, man. 
I gotta quit coming on here, man. I'm gonna let it slip one day, and then y'all get, get so upset and angry with me, and I didn't do anything. I mean, I love colored folk. I mean, damn, Whoa. see a punk? Shit, you're a liar. I, don't, I ain't a racist. I just dry fast. All right, let me get the fuck out of here. Put Throw him up. up there. What? Boom. <laughs> Too sweet. Right, brother? Ain't it too sweet, brother? Yeah, too sweet. <laughs> Where do you think you got that from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, almost says Skipper is the name of Riddle's rabbit, and ASAP ain't happy because Riddle has been talking to his neck. Hold up. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, boy. ASAP says rabbits don't skip. They hop, and Riddle pokes fun at ASAP as we don't have time for that shit as he and almost walk off. So now it's ASAP Cap. AJ versus Keith Winslow and Matt Riddle for that number one contender spot. And let's ring that bell on this one. Riddle tries to sneak ASAP with a kick, but he escapes to the outside. Riddle turns his attention to Winslow, but ASAP pulls Riddle to the outside and tries putting him into the barricade, but ends up there himself. Riddle to the apron, but he's forearm off by Winslow as well as ASAP. Winslow goes to dive uh, and neither ASAP or Riddle want a part of that shit, and they scatter. Winslow goes after ASAP on the outside, but ASAP is back in the ring and stomps on Winslow upon entering. Riddle intervenes, taking it to ASAP with some kicks and strikes into the corner. Now on the ropes, ASAP counters the Irish whip and delivers a throat chop. All in the throat meets. On Riddle, but is interrupted by Winslow, who grabs the throat of ASAP and Riddle. It's some looching from the big guy. Looching from the big guy. Winslow, that is. And ASAP pumps his brakes, but Riddle suffers as Winslow lands across body with a cover and a kick out. Winslow picks up Riddle and lands a stiff forearm, sending him into the ropes. Now in the corner, Winslow with a shot into the midsection of Riddle and another. He sends ASAP's ass to the midsection of Riddle. Now in the ropes, big back body drop on ASAP. Another massive forearm to Riddle in the corner who is brought out to the middle of the ring and is landing some strikes on Winslow who takes back over with a clubbing blow to the back then he stands on the hand of Riddle who now is back to his feet he lands a shot to the midsection of Winslow and more strikes but Winslow floors him again with a forearm he goes for another but Riddle ducks and sends Winslow to the apron Winslow can't be stopped as he still sends Riddle into the turnbuckle and he drops his ass with a left Winslow goes to pull Riddle out but ASAP bounces Winslow off of the apron head first Winslow pushes him into almost who sets ASAP on the apron and he lands a lead, uh, knee to Winslow Riddle bounces off the turnbuckle and lands his knee on ASAP dropping into the outside Riddle dives on both ASAP and Winslow and back from break Riddle is having his way in ASAP and Winslow as he lands and kicks and sentons on them both. Okay. He lands another on Winslow and goes for the cover, but it's a quick and I do mean quick kick out. Gut wrench suplex on ASAP, who afterwards counters a senton by putting up his legs. Winslow flings ASAP into the corner, then to the opposite with him sliding into the ring post, then to the outside. Well, Winslow turns his attention to Riddle, who is landing more shots on him. Winslow headbutts him, stomping all of that shit. Uh, and he now has Riddle up for the spirit bomb, and he's fighting out and counters into an armbar submission, but Winslow has it blocked. This nigga takes Riddle like a wrecking ball and takes out a charge of ASAP. And Riddle is still trying to extend the arm while hanging off a standing Winslow, but he's still powering out. 
Winslow gets him off but takes a kick to the head and he goes into the corner. It's forearm city, bitch. It's riddle forearms Winslow and ASAP from pillar to post. Exploder suplex on ASAP, but Riddle afterwards is pounced by Winslow. A cover in a near fall. Winslow grabs ASAP, but he fights out and lands a flurry on in, of shit, followed by Insiguri. Then a flying forearm smash, then a cover for two. ASAP to the top, and I don't know if this was intentional, but I like how Winslow appeared out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That and that that was the shot that I was looking for mm-hmm. when it was Keith Lee. Okay, all right, we're talking about Winslow right now, though. <laughs> he headbutts ASAP, who is on the top turnbuckle, and now Winslow is on the turnbuckle, <clears throat> and Riddle shows back up and shows the strength. Walking Winslow to the middle of the ring with a powerbomb position before his back gave out. Winslow with a belly-to-belly throw on Riddle. ASAP comes off the ropes with a high-flying body press on Winslow. The cover, but Winslow tosses him off into Riddle, and he's covered for a near fall. ASAP is going for the ASAP clash, but Winslow looks like he's going to German suplex. He and Riddle, and now all three are landing shots on each other. ASAP with a flurry on Riddle. Then Riddle lands an overhead kick, then a German suplex for a near fall. Uh, Winslow grabs Riddle looking for a German, but he flips out, but now he's on the shoulders of Winslow who lands into another massive forearm and then the Grizzly Magnum into the ropes but answers back with a final flash knee on Winslow then another dropping him. ASAP lands a final elbow on Riddle out of nowhere to get the win and advance to Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship at TLC. Um, Three grams. No, it was definitely an eighth of some fire. Man, it was a great match. These three guys work phenomenal together. They dance well together. Uh, but you knew he, but you oh yeah I was I was stunned I was like, oh my god god damn um great fucking match I, um, I I could see all three of them winning but the right guy won yeah um get to see what we gonna get from famous Amos at the pay per view. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. He's going to. I mean, it's going to be a TLC. It's going to be a tables, ladders, and chairs match. I assume. I can see it not being and being a regular match mm-hmm. because there is no feud around this to warrant that. I'm sure, there's no tension between the two. I know they're trying to add some, and we'll touch on that. You know, at the end of the show. But like, not none to be like, oh, we need this this stipulation. You know, what I'm saying we'll we'll talk about it on the SmackDown. Smack a down review. Um, I don't see the need for that, but I get that as well. Yeah, at least yeah. it was. Uh, it was something building up towards that that led up to that, so I can at least. Well, it's a bit more personal for sure. A bit way, a bit more yeah, personal. Yeah, for but sure. uh, <clears throat> right guy won. Um, like you said that that uh, you don't know if that shot was intentional, but that that was a. Every time they do it. it they had that one fucker where it just completely missed it, but uh, I think it was like I'm not sure what match it was that okay. he was in, but they missed it and fucked it up, and then kind of soured me on that whole spot. But yeah. when it's done right, it looks good. Um, this is showing how where you can bring them from back from family matters and uh, <laughs> be the motherfucker that we want him to be as days go by. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's motherfucking Winslow. We're Stefan at do 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 do. Lori, Damn, she fell off for sure. All the way off. And what? 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 A second daughter went. Right, Judy. Judy, y'all. 
Rachel a thought, and Judy gone. Rachel wasn't a thought. Nah, she won't. But who's Richie's daddy, though? Richie's daddy dead. Richie's daddy what? died. Yeah. Really? Yeah, Richie's daddy died. This yeah, nigga, that's the whole reason why she she moved there. This nigga was an avid, avid family matter, so I did not know that information nah, right there. it's been coming on TV when I'm getting up in the morning. You <laughs> been watching. You got them rag, nigga. <laughs> Nigga, cheese and all this motherfucker. Uh, yeah, man, I give this match. Let's go with a Cole Heineken, man. Yeah, these three definitely gel well. And this is the best what you have on Monday Night Trash. And yeah, yam down, yams down. But uh, this is the best that you have. Uh, one of the best things about Monday Night Trash. Um, yeah, man, I, I want Keith Lee to be back so bad, you know, as far as being built strong. Didn't have to fuck him up. It's like they fucked him up. Just to give us this Keith Winslow now that is a better version of the nigga that we seen walk out <laughs> on that first month. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Why the fuck is this happening? Um, Glad he got a uh, this, this theme. Yeah. Yeah, Matt, Matt Riddle, you know, he, he's doing what he does. I mean, that's a future champion. People are shitting on Matt Riddle's gimmick. That's mm-hmm. Matt fucking Riddle. Mm-hmm. That's him. I, I don't understand how you shit on him. The man has all the tools to be a WWE champion. Right. He can go... He can go at it with everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, you want to put him in there with a big guy. Got, he's got good comedic timing. Yeah. So what's the problem? A good comedic timing. He can be he's a strong man. Uh, he can fly. This motherfucker is like he 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 uh, checks all the boxes when it comes to what you're looking for in that talent. Heel turn will be phenomenal. Yeah. I, I yeah. A vicious Matt Riddle. Oh my god. Or a fucking just like a, a piece of shit like you know. Um, yeah, flair type Matt Riddle. All all different variations can work. And, and you know, people don't. It, it, we 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 touched on this several episodes ago. It's like people hate motherfuckers that tell the truth. People kind of shun mm-hmm. or, or, or or look down upon the truth sayers. And this is what you see is what you get with Matt Riddle. Right. And I respect the guy for being one hundred. I hate fucking around with posers. <laughs> Get the fuck away from me if you're a poser. You ain't who you are. Well, why are you wasting, right? You, why are you wasting your time? Right. That's, 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 but that's you're not gonna fake. waste mine. You're not gonna waste mine. But why is you wasting yours? Because yeah. you got all this time where you could just be living in your truth, be around people who have, who uh, accept your truth. Yep. And, uh, and, and if you gotta be alone till you motherfucking find them people, until people respect your truth, then it is what it is. But a like, lot of you motherfuckers don't want that. Y'all want to be lied to. Yeah. Y'all are so comfortable living in a lie. Yeah, y'all, y'all still y'all, <laughs> y'all say y'all don't believe in Santa, but y'all believe in Santa. <laughs> <laughs> He coming. <laughs> Wrestling still real to me, damn it. It's still real to me. Yeah, it was just a little bit of realness we got to get. But back to wrestling. Yeah. Back to wrestling. Charlotte Caruso. Matches, uh, she ca- he, she catches up with the Miz Morrison. And who gives a fuck about their strategy? I'm getting tired of these fuckers being in the main event. Mm-hmm. All right. The part that you do miss that I'm bringing up on is Dana Brooke versus Mia Yim. And it's Dana fucking Brooke in the match. So to the finish, we go. Nothing says jobber more than a WWE having you already in the ring without a televised entrance. And unless you live under a rock, you do no reckoning is Mia Yim. Correct? So I don't understand why Vincent Mann was reportedly upset with Mia uh with Mia Yim, uh, she lost a stupid mask during the match, uh, and then Dana Brooke won. By the way, yep, 
that's all I have for this match because it's absolutely ridiculous that not only you give Dana Brooke the win, in which also reportedly Vince changed the finish from Yim winning the match to Brooke because of losing that stupid fucking mask. It was nothing for Yim uh, lackluster. Uh, it does nothing for Yim's lackluster debut. They had a promo for this match. I don't give a fuck about as well. After all of this, uh, Ali hops to the ring, chewing out Mia Yim, saying that uh, there is no failure in Russia Buried. Nigga, this gimmick has been a failure since coming to television. Right? Uh, I mean, I have nothing to say about that. Uh, I mean, I'm going to go up for a record here, and I'm going to... Lay alone. Four. It's four for the show. Yeah, I, I I will say this is yeah man this is this is that ice house that is turned into an ashtray after you're kicking it with your homies mm-hmm. and your beer is uh, you had a corner I was like well fuck let me hit this Newport so I'm gonna go ahead and the dull the dual eclipse from the top row wow yeah Amber fucking moon if it didn't nobody deserve that strap she there she was supposed to have been the one that that, that knocked. Oscar off. I don't really don't know why they didn't pull that trigger. I think she got injured. Was um, was that was when she got injured with Oscar? She fucked her arm up. Mm. I think so, if my memory is correct. But yeah, man, like, all right, you couldn't bring Retribution up and just have them playing just their red. They could have been in the black and white. They could have mm. still been doing certain things when it came to Retribution. Mm-hmm. But we didn't need none of these dumbass masks or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So therefore, why I don't get why Vince was fucking pissed for that dumbass mask falling off in the first place. Mm-hmm. That was stupid for her to even have it on. And once again, like if you did, if, unless you're casual. We know who the fuck Mia Yim is. So just because a mask fell off didn't mean shit to me. I was like, oh, well, there goes the mask. It goes to say, show y'all didn't <laughs> didn't look like that. Y'all put money into a fucking mask that falling off like that. Uh, there was definitely no nothing for the gimmick. They just was trying to cause some type of controversy. You know what I'm saying? That's, that was all it was. For sure. Um, but um, fuck that shit. And uh, we'll catch you in a few minutes as we take a little break. This one Oscar hit the main roster, right? And we bagging this motherfucker, little bitch ass, bitch ass, nigga ass, nigga ass, trick ass, trick ass, bitch ass, bitch ass, mark ass, mark ass, trick ass, mark ass, trick ass, trick ass, bitch ass, bitch ass, mark. And we were still watching NXT TakeOver uh, 2017 War Games is Andrade seeing Almas versus Drew McIntyre. What a great TakeOver. For the NXT Championship. Fuck yeah. This is when he rips his arm and everything. Yeah, like, well, I don't know why he hooked the goddamn rope when he... Yeah, that was all on him. Yeah, crazy. Hey, guys, yeah, we're back to talk about Monday Night Raw. This is your favorite uh, podcaster right here, Dot Man 211. Right. Fuck out of here, man. I could never do that. Yeah, it's wrestling. Wrestling the way you know it. <laughs> and how you would it. And how you digest it. It's about 100 to 500 different motherfuckers. It sounds just like that. <laughs> this is what you want. <laughs> Oh, we're here to wrap up the whole NXT. Hold the buckle. Take over tonight. <laughs> Who? Hey, 
Props to my homeboys. Homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Miz and Morrison try to suck up to ASAP the cap. AJ and almost with a peach pie because he's from Georgia. <laughs> but ASAP uh, knows what they're up to. And ASAP says he'll help them tonight as they take on Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. Because it would be a hell of a lot easier to beat the Miz at TLC if he cashes in tonight. And he says he'll see them out there and uh, leave that pie. And almost says that ain't pie. That's a cupcake. <sighs> Whatever. All right, I do like almost with a uh, with, with ASAP AJ though, just because you know. Oh he's yeah, a, and the way they use him, I like I like the whole spot where he'll pick him up, put him on an apron, and he comes with that with, with that uh, with that knee. That shit's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. I fucks with it, uh, and that's the way he should be used. Uh, if they say that like he's no good in the ring, yeah, just use him as he's using him. Okay, um, Matt Riddle is backstage of pain. Uh, Post-match, MVP rolls up and asks what happened out there. It looks like his championship opportunity died a sudden death. Riddle says losing sucks, but at least he had an opportunity unlike Lashley because MVP calls him to opt in. MVP asks, what did he say? Riddle says at least they have time now to talk about the business opportunities, and he doesn't know about baseball. Oh, excuse me. As uh, MVP says, pitch an idea, but he does know about gardening and weed, as and can leave your garden weedless. We know Riddle. We know. <laughs> he gives idea of bro nuts. MVP is sick of his ideas as he mushes them. Riddle gets up just to get some hurt. Oh yeah. Courtesy of Lashley, as he puts him into the hurt lock. Oh yeah, and I love this. Uh- um, do you so? Do you want a multi-man match for the United States strap, or do you want a straight up? Um, who are we putting in a multi-man? Uh, Lee. Okay. Okay. Winslow Riddle. I I could see that happening as well. I but, could see that. Would you bring out a three-way or a four-way? I wouldn't be. I, I wouldn't be mad. Either way, I would take. Keith Lee versus Bobby Lashley for the title. I would take Matt Riddle versus Bobby Lashley for the title. Who else we got out there? I think the multi man match. What, what I want, reason why I'm, I'm I'm definitely trying to push the multi man match is to uh, it will know, protect Lashley. It'll protect if if, if 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 somebody else is pinned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all protects everybody. Multi man matches just protect everybody unless it's booked a certain way where like everyone's just destroyed. You know what I'm saying? Like. You know, like that year where you had um, it was the uh, the Elimination Chamber at yeah. SummerSlam, yeah. where Goldberg came through and just beat the fuck out of everybody, and made everybody look like shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then he got that hammer to the face by Triple H. I love it. You never, bro. We'll never forget that. It shit. It was hilarious because everybody in Hooters was just pro Goldberg. Everybody. So Goldberg. And when Triple H pulled that shit, it went silent. Sep. Yo, boy. <laughs> I'm gloating and throwing that shit in all their little faces. Because I am a big, humongous Triple H mark. I'm a fucking mark for Triple H. Yeah, Triple H is a shit, man. Like, I, I, I love... I must say, I, I instantly became a fan as when he became just more just evil as time when he was fucking up referees and everything to get to the point and that was the best way for him to do it i don't think him as a face in the dx thing would have catapulted him to where he was as as a champ and the character that he was you know as he turned heel and he said himself he turned heel because he knew he wouldn't get over his face why not flip it 
and become this major heel, mm-hmm. and that's how I'm gonna blow. Mm-hmm. And damn, then it did worked. That. Yeah, shit, it worked. And there was so many different layers to the Triple H's. Then he brought back, uh, uh, he brought back DX for a moment, and then you had he brought back the heel DX. Yeah, the heel DX. But then you see the morph, uh, him morph again into Evolution. Yeah. And there was so many different layers of Triple H we got throughout the years. Well, shit, before you had Evolution, you just had Triple H and Ric Flair. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Evolution, then then the reformation of DX. Yeah. Can we just stop the show and just watch this take over? <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Look, man, I'm so excited. This I'm is, looking- and this is for the... Yeah, this is before the fucking Terminator gimmick. I like this shit too. I thought this shit was badass. Fucking awesome, man. We're everywhere in this show. We're everywhere, but where the fuck we need to be, which is on Monday Night Trash. It just goes to show what the show is all about. It said that uh, Bruce Pritchard wasn't there, but he had already fucked up the show. I'm pretty sure that Triple H, who was uh, said that was back helping, uh, backstage helping that night, it's just some shit you can't fix, and he had fucked it up majorly. Well, Bruce- they said everybody backstage was um, in a better spirits because Triple H was backstage. Yeah, it just goes to show, man. Like, uh, I, I don't want to be a broken record on that. Damn. McIntyre was badass right there. No. They didn't know a little bit later I was going to tear my bicep. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, man. Speaking of McIntyre, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus versus Morrison and The Miz. Keith Winslow is suspicious of Sheamus plotting to turn on McIntyre and the low down dirty says, mind his fucking business. (laughs) Charlie Caruso was in a ring for an interview, and I completely forgot about this shit. And she wants him, uh, Drew McIntyre, to run down the last two weeks with him defeating Randy Orton. You already know what happened if you listen to us, so uh, we will not repeat ourselves. He runs down his Survivor Series match with the Chief, and we all know what happened there. He will face ASAP the Cap AJ at TLC, and that match will be phenomenal. He warns about Miz about cashing in, and we're going to cash this in for the finish. Okay. Ms. Morrison beat up on Sheamus for a while and ASAP and almost a ringside and ASAP is on commentary. McIntyre finally gets the tag and explodes on the Miz uh, with clotheslines and a belly-to-belly throw for him as well as Morrison. Neckbreaker on the Miz as he wants to claim more, but Sheamus wants to tag uh, for a junkie kick. He pulls, He's pulled off the apron and ran into the ring post by Morrison, who also sends him over the barricade. Phenomenal forearm on McIntyre causing the DQ, and Miz is pleased, but ASAP wants him to cash in while Morrison hits the Starship Pain. Then Miz with a skull-crushing finale almost grabs the briefcase and hands it to ASAP, but the Miz is hesitant. ASAP says McIntyre is down, and Morrison agrees, and this convinces Miz to cash in, but Morrison is tossed over the top and eats, and the Miz eats a Claymore. McIntyre is now locked on ASAP, who is saved by almost, who carries him out while he was talking shit. Because he don't want none. All right. You see my nigga. Right, excuse me. My, God damn it. You're not going to make me slip and say that about that black. God damn, Everything I say about. You cut. I mean, see him pump. All right. I'm just You're gonna, a liar. I ain't a racist. Yeah, we're going to say that part. We're going to say that part. Yeah, I'm glad he helped me back because I would have gave him business. I ain't talking about hurt. I'm talking about some of that ASAP business. You see my shirt? It said ASAP. Put him up. Boo. What? 
I'm gonna get this shit uh, a gram of some Reggie. Um, I really don't want to talk about this show anymore. <laughs> this is one of the worst fucking Raws I've seen in a it while. It's hard to get through, man. I no, it was one of the even... worst Raws in I, a while. Yeah, I had to force myself to, to watch it. I had to force myself for us to get through this part of the show. Yep. Yeah. Um, my uh, Roach clip of Raw this week will definitely be the triple threat match. Fucking dude. last shot. Yep. It was a great match. Great match. Um, but that nothing that does not save it from not being titled again. Raw is trash. Volume whatever the fuck I come up with. What is this? Uh, what Bud Light Seltzer? That's that's what I'm going to rate it. Uh, what is, what the fuck is so special about Bud Light Seltzer? Right. And what the fuck is special about The Miz being... I'm sick of Drew McIntyre and Miz and Morrison being in every fucking main event every goddamn week. Yeah, I mean... I and then I, I also get... think this week coming up, the same shit is going to happen. Yeah. I'm sick of it. I'm fucking sick of it. Uh, Monday Night Trash has definitely been trash for the, ever since the draft. Well, fuck, before the draft. Mm-hmm. It's been trash. Yeah, it's been trash. I mean, you got you got you have the same people giving you quality work, and that's it. You, you but how many saying? times can you continue to watch that? I mean, I can only get, I can yeah. only see the fiend, and I mean, well, never mind, never mind. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I'm lying. Yeah, this is yeah. I mean, it's it's raw has three hours. And they don't have the luxury of having a tribal chief. Well, speaking of the tribal chief. Oh, and we'll be right back after this message. Hey, we're back in this bitch where you motherfucking trick ass bitch ass, mark ass, trick ass, mark ass, mark ass, trick ass, trick ass, mark ass, mark ass, bitch ass, trick ass, mark ass, mark ass, bitch. Dude, I'm not giving you guys a follow. I had to be a mark ass trick and all that. I'm not doing that. I'm going elsewhere. <laughs> you hurt my feelings. <laughs> and we back. Yeah, we're back. We're on back. the Smackdown. Are you ready for a better show? That's why I tune in on Fridays and not watch it on Hulu. I watched it live because, you know, yeah. Speaking of which, I'm going to bring that shit up uh, at the end of this uh segment as well but uh yeah man this is smacking down the blue brand and we're gonna break down the results natalia defeats bailey biggie daniel bryan and ray mysterio defeats sammy zane Dolph ziggler and shinsuke nakamura king corbin defeats buddy moifey kevin owens and otis defeats roman reigns and jay uso via dq all right and we're gonna uh condolences uh, to Pat Patterson who passed away early this week as the roster paid tribute in a 10 bell salute and look we I actually got a traditional intro to kick off the show instead of the technodrome shit yeah I, I like it yeah I mean, but you know that that was only because they had to get all of the superstars mm-hmm. but we this puts me in the mood to watch the show I don't give a fuck it's sorry ass Monday Night Trash they gave me that intro and all right, let's see what's gonna happen I love their intro like I it's said that's, one, that's, that's only, the best thing about Raw <laughs> Right. Yeah. All right. They're kicking this shit off right as my last shot. Caleb Braxton Boy. is in the ring and she welcomes. Caleb! You got me on my knee. Two times. Caleb! You are 
Three in the ring. Three times. Kayla. What you wearing, little girl? She was five-time heavyweight champ. Royal Rumble winner, U.S. champ, tag team champ, international champ, uh, international, intercontinental champ. <laughs> What's what it says? It says international. <laughs> With the IHOP belt. <laughs> got a pancake on. <laughs> the current universal champion, the tribal chief, head of the table. Nope, nope, nope. She didn't say tribal chief. Get it right. Get it she right. She did. No, she did not. Yes, yeah, she did. No, she did not. Uh, she yeah. left that out. That's why they had that whole segment. Whatever. Out. The head of the table, Roman Reigns. You want to put money on it? Mm, okay. I still got this on. I still got it on DVR. Okay. You're you gonna be like, well, she didn't say it on I my watched, TV. I watched it live. I don't care what your DVR. I watched it live. This nigga here. <laughs> yeah, head of the table, Roman Reigns, who is also a Paul Heyman and Jay Uso. Of course, they take their time getting to the ring. Chief says Kayla missed one, and does she know which? And, uh, yeah, I still heard Tribal Chief what she said. But Paul says, Reigning, defending, Universal Heavyweight Champion, your Tribal Chief, best of the best, Roman Reigns. Now, she didn't say best of the best, but like I said, I'm going to make me go home and watch this shit. Chief or not, Kayla Braxton deserves better than this shit. And however, she apologized and asked what happened last week as he has became a dominant figure on the tech in the Technodrome, and they show Oos getting his ass whipped by Kevin Owens, and she asks, "Now, does he? F- uh, uh, now does he feel KO? I don't like the Chief talking down. Does he fear KO? I'm sorry, I don't like the Chief talking down to uh, the number one smacking down announcer Kayla Braxton this way, as he says this is probably the biggest thing she's ever done in her career on smacking down, the most relevant she's ever been." The most viewed thing she's ever been a part of, and she comes in there with stupid questions. Michael Cole could have did this job, but they took a chance on allowing her to talk to the head of the table, your tribal chief, and she blows it with a stupid question. Next question, and I think Kayla is doing an exceptional job, by the way, in my opinion, motherfuckers. And uh, she shifts to Oos, and is uh, it a possibility that the chief is using Oos as a pawn, manipulating him? Chief says those are stupid words for stupid people, and no disrespect respect but does he look like a man who manipulates he is a protector a provider and the head of the table his cousin jay uso he is half of the best tag team in the business but what has he did in the last two months what he's done has kayla done any fucking homework and looked at the facts they gave her a huge opportunity and paul goes back for her working on talking smack and gives her the opportunity to talk to the chief and she blows it chief or not he better put some fucking respect on the name Kayla Braxton, damn it, because I was getting pissed in this segment. You don't talk to Kayla like that. I don't give a fuck who you are, chief. But uh, not only on her first question, but as well as the second question, she blows it. And chief asked Paul to handle the rest of this shit. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> this interview sucks, in my opinion, the way the chief talks down on Kayla. But how dare you, chief, motherfucker. And Paul tells Kayla, according to his friends and analytics at Fox Network, that ratings have been on the highest surge in 2020. Why? Because Jay Uso and uh, this is manipulation? No. Chief has given his entire family something to aspire to, and that's interrupted. As KO says last week, he made it pretty clear that he doesn't fear the chief, and since they've established chief doesn't fear KO, he doesn't see the point of waiting later tonight. Since the chief didn't come to him last week, KO will come to him now, and they can settle this shit right fucking out. What does the chief think of that? 
And Oos snatches the mic out of the hand of Paul and says, they run this show and they accept. KO says he wasn't talking to the busboy and he was <laughs> talking to the head of the table. If not now, KO has just the place. TLC. And let's not stop there. Chief claims he's the head of the table, so let's get a table in there and a ladder with some chairs, and they'll settle this like men. What does the Chief say? And he asks for the mic, but KO says they could do it right now. Chief says he knows that's what KO wants, and him being on an island of relevancy is the best thing that's going to happen. He's trained his cousin well, and they don't back down from shit. They don't fear anyone, and the head of the table accepts. If he was a man he used to be, he would fuck KO up right now. <laughs> but there is a time and a place for everything, and what does the chief look like? A savage? He's a gentleman, and there's a lady in the ring. Grow up, KO, and the chief and all exit. But KO says he'll grow up when the chief grows some balls. And chief says he's a gentleman, but KO says he's just a bitch. Chief swallows that one, but he still walks off. Oh, rebuttal to what this man just said earlier he was talking a little bit of cash shit and I just had to let him know that when I come around here any besmirching to the motherfucking tribal chief will be met with swift swift retaliation from the spirit smart of the tribal chief I don't give a fuck I'm watching NXT right now you can you can do whatever you want to do but I, I tell you right now any more besmirching and you gonna have pop ties and bruised eyelids coming out here it's gonna be chicklets missing and when you keep on talking about the, the tribal chief okay now Kevin yeah, Owens yeah. now Kevin Owens you better shut your ass up boy uh, you better shut your ass up real good and quick Kevin Owens cause the tribal chief he's gonna he's gonna make mince me uh, you 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 fat rotund pizza delivery guy yeah, hey 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 I don't care you ain't you ain't Kevin Steen no more you Kevin Owens you have been domesticated you, you ain't got me. hey 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 do I come around here and tell you how to write them little notes. You don't tell me how to praise the greatest wrestler of all time, well, you, Roman you Reigns. So James. Explain hey, this. Explain hey, this. Hey, Why are hey. you sitting here with a C Nation T-shirt on? Then. Hey, we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Things we want to talk they about. She won't like that shit, but you got it on. Never look, give up. Look, I'm gonna tell you like this. I'm gonna tell you like this. You better shut your ass up. You're going to have to answer the chief. You're going to have to answer to these ass whoopings when I'm coming right here. Hey, hey, Kevin Owens, you, you, you and Dot Man 217, whatever the hell his name is, y'all can go straight to hell and you die. He's been keeping a hundred with his John Cena attire on the day. I don't know what the hell you talking about trying to throw besmirching on my name. Hey, Roman Reigns got some Roman shirts. Reigns, Roman Reigns. Hey, hey, I got your back, buddy. Hey, I got your back. And he, this little guy. He Captain. He don't even know what he's talking about. He's, he's trying to say, he's trying to say, he's trying to use words he ain't never heard before. Hey, that's for them young guys, good boy. Hey, you better shut the hell up. Hey, and this is me, and I'm going to be gone. Hey, Roman Reigns, go ahead and be the head of the table. And Jay Uso, you better get your mind right and quit, and quit motherfucking overstepping your bounds. Paul Heyman, you better get that boy in check. All right, now. Y'all have a nice day. Get your ass out of here. <coughs> <coughs> 
motherfucking spirit, Smart. Has, I don't know what's happened to him. We try to give him a little segment on the show, and this motherfucker comes on here like this is the spirit Smart show. I don't get him. And did you see he had on the damn scene, the John Deere John Cena shirt, the green and yellow jump? Man, I fucking it, look. It's time is now. <laughs> they, have a, they have a show up. They have a uh, wreck everyone and leave t-shirt. They got the show up and win t-shirt. They got the Roman Empire t-shirt. This nigga shows up in a John Cena shirt. Hey, it's time is now. But he's such a Roman Reigns fan. Hey, it's time is now. <laughs> Damn, why'd you hold on to that for, yeah, dude? Yeah. Oh, man. Look at his face, though. Oh, you why? know it's like, it Probably why? reflex. I don't think... I, maybe reflex. Why? Damn. That's crazy. Yeah, I was shocked at this though. Man. I was like, I was like, I yes! definitely didn't say that Andrade was going to win. Right. But, but man, I, I was happy for the guy though. Oh yeah, I mean, they, uh, Zelina resurrected his career. The motherfuckers come out like a Chippendale, and yeah. All right, man. Uh, yeah, man. All jokes aside, man. The Chief, bruh. The Chief is killing it, man. Like motherfuckers, bruh. He's funny it. as. Fuck. But he's so he's such a natural in this role. I say it every week. You gave us five years or more of someone that nobody believed in the character. It you was so chopped forced. that shit up in at least a year and a half, two yeah, years. It was so we thought it was would have been a great time when the Chief beat who was it, Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam when Braun Strowman was that was the perfect time for them to turn him heel. Turn to this guy. Yeah. But as you can see, they. I mean, we dropped the belt. Yeah, it was hilarious. I'm happy. Damn, and it's crazy how we see all of this talent. They look so happy. Well, for Seth Drew right now because he tore shit, but everybody Damn, looks so happy. So this, they look so, so. They are so excited just to be in NXT at this time. Like, what a time to be alive! They were thriving. You can tell. How even when they come out to the ring, mm. some of them, we seen it when EC3 was there. This motherfucker spirit was just broken when it came to the main roster. And we Damn, just, man. You can just see, like, God, yeah. push my shit so far back. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, we'll get lost in it as we are, man. We got to move on. Uh, Bailey. Versus Natalia, and if this match uh, with Natty, it's a match. Yeah, this match has Natty in it. So let's go to the finish. Straight to the finish. Yeah. Before that happens, Us is putting his foot in his mouth once again, saying that he had to uh, say something. And this is their house. He had to accept the challenge, and he probably overstepped his boundaries once again. And that's his bad. <laughs> like a little kid every week. Mm-hmm. The chief stops him and says. He knows Us meant well and its consequences for everything they do, and he loves them. <laughs> Back to this finish. Bianca Belair is on commentary, and she's telling Bailey she knows uh, them earrings can slide off beach. <laughs> and Bailey is indeed. You don't want the work. 
at all. Bailey is indeed distracted as Natty is taking a complete advantage of it. Bailey with a discus clothesline on Natty. Who's in the corner? Bailey misses Natty and is rolled up for the cover. Bailey kicks out, sending Natty into the turnbuckle. Bailey again misses with the knee, and Natty puts on the sharpshooter, and Bailey taps out just like just like that. Huh? Okay, Bianca Belair continues to taunt, and we'll see where this one goes. Uh it's a it's a natty match, man. Like Come on. Like, it's hard to really even talk about it with any type of reverence. When I hear um, that guitar, like, I'm ready to change the channel. Yeah. Um, they, they, WWE completely screwed a good thing they had going. That, that, uh, <clears throat> the Thought Foundation was the best thing going for their careers at that point. Because I feel like now you, you shove them a gimmick with Lana down our throats every week. Um, and then you're not doing nothing with a person who still can give us, I think, decent tag team championship material work in Natty. Like, Natty's only good for that. Like, to me, her in a world title, maybe she gets one when when she's about to retire. But before anything in between, <clears throat> she's her, her work is just so weak and so safe and so... I just don't care about it. And not to mention, they took a couple of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars away from me. Mac Beard, Mac Beard's boutique, face space. Look for me there. Insta tweet as well as Tuck and Duck Hotel. I'm owner of that. Snap your fingers. You're gonna do it by yourself as well as I do stuff on TikTok. I miss tots. I don't like the fact I don't see tots on television anymore within the Tot Foundation. Uh. I don't like it at all. Yeah, she went red and black with a, with a, a tie. She ain't even tight no more. Yeah, the, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. No tots, no tots, no cash money. I love cash money. Oh my god! And I love tots. Shit. Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> I I was wondering why Bailey tapped out. Well, I seen when she had hit her knee on the turnbuckle, and maybe that cause her to tap out. You know. I mean, she had, I, Bailey. I'm pretty sure Bailey's one of those. It, one of those top tier wrestlers untouchable like, why would I stay in this submission move and fight out of yeah. I can just tap out it's, yeah. it's, I mean she's still the biggest heel on Smackdown you know what I'm saying well I was, I was wondering why what's the name well, what, why Natty went over Bailey basically what I was telling you yeah. what I was telling you before they're trying to do something with Natty they're gonna try mm. to do something with Natty I don't think so Dude, then why would they put it like there's no reason for them to? I told you last week there was going to be Natty versus Bailey. I told you this. Yeah, I'm you did. To... No, you did say that. You didn't I didn't. That. I said you did. Oh, I said, but I, I didn't. I didn't see any any tension. You know that way because but because because they. Who else you got? But that's why that's the reason why Natty's there because yeah. they don't have yeah. anybody. You know, so it's by default. To be honest with you, the NBA. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't like I had no no. Crystal ball and do something like, oh man, they're gonna be doing something mm-hmm. natty this year. Well, nah, you have just been you... called the Cleo Cephas. Oh, uh, yeah. Of, <laughs> hey, I, I, I could call them shit, man. <laughs> I remember, like, I, went, I was like, yeah, I wanna change my motherfucking pick. Cause this match, I just feel like he gonna win. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, we'll, we'll talk about our picks when we get to the. The goal! Brand. And this is so weird how they was trying to recruit uh, Roderick Strong then, but he waited until 
several takeovers later to join. I think it was the next takeover. No, that was takeover Philly. He did it at takeover uh, WrestleMania weekend. Really? Yeah, remember it was, uh, I think it was a Dusty Classic. Uh, it was him and Pete Dunne versus AOP. Okay. Man, that was a long time. Yeah, he did it then. That was a highlight then because I, I remember oh, it man. vividly when it happened. You, I think I was looking down at my phone or something. He was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I was like, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I, seen, I seen him with, with, the, with the undisputed. I was like, oh. oh. Yo, yo, I feel like tonight is going to be with some goosebump moments. I, I just love NXT paper, uh, takeovers, man. I just... I, and the the women are gonna show the fuck off. Dude. I think that should close the show, to be honest with yeah. you. But we'll get to that when we get yeah. to it. Um, if SmackDown wasn't bad this week. It's just it, it was. Uh, I think Monday Night Trash was so bad. I looked forward to watching SmackDown just for dude, the Chief and everything. I'm trying to tell you, bro. Yeah. Like, look, we gonna we gonna talk our shit real quick. Fuck raw, man. <laughs> I usually try to be the motherfucker more positive one of this motherfucking podcast, but sometimes I gotta take my shit. It does not make no sense to have all that great talent and you gotta have AJ Styles and Riddle and Lee to be all together for them to have a good match. Like, don't none of y'all wanna don't none of y'all wanna get better? Do y'all like it's just ring work. Fuck everything else. Fuck everything else. Give me better ring work, man. Like, I get that you you getting forced down the fuse. Why are y'all giving us the same fucking fuse? Why don't y'all just give us better booking like they're doing? Like, hey, certain fuse, all right, cool. Like, they some stupid mid-card shit and you're just trying to get them over. Like, all right, what you, the catalog of shit, granted, I'm not the biggest fan of the Miz and Morrison shit. I'm not but the at ca- all. Look, but when, once they have the fucking uh, inevitable split, the recap of all their big moments of shit that was actually funny because we had they had a couple shits that was funny like when he did the song, you know it was a couple of little moments. But, but the, yeah, but it's done, it's done to death. Don't get me wrong, but once they you you get that whole little catalog shit and you get that highlight package of what they done in the past and then when they done on this run, blah blah blah. <clears throat> We're both in AEW now. Right. <laughs> Talk about Arn Anderson and Dustin Rose were supposed to take over. I feel you, man. I feel you 100% what's going on, man. I think the wrong people are, are running are running the show. I, I was reading up on an interview with Wardlow, and Wardlow had a WWE tryout, and he said he was pretty much disgusted on how they was passing on actual wrestlers, people that are students of the game, and... They were going, other people were going, uh, the, the officials or whoever was running the show was going for former football players, former amateur wrestlers. They didn't want to have anything to do with these to actually know the mm-hmm. wrestling part of it. And that kind of sucks. That just goes to show who, who's running who's running the show. Like, why would you not want somebody who, who, who who's a student of the game to be one of those to, that you accept, but you overlook them? But... Warlow's in a great place. He's in a great position on AEW. But I mean, in a nutshell, that all that that pretty much explains why shit is so bad the way it is when it comes to Monday Night Trash. Mm-hmm. SmackDown a little bit better, but they're not any they're not innocent. You know, oh, they have no. their shit as no. well. But I mean, it's just fucking retarded the way that that <laughs> you you want to be wrestling, but you don't want to be wrestling. Yeah. But this, I don't get it. Anyway, it was a great video with the history of the late. Pat Patterson, I learned dope. a lot just in that, but yeah, I, it was dope. I mean, he was definitely liked among everyone, you know. Uh, and, and that was um, a great 
fucking highlight package. Yeah, regardless of his background and what he does behind the scenes, his personal life, you know, you can see he was a staple when it came to the WWE roster. Mm-hmm. He will sorely be missed. So, yeah, RIP to Pat Patterson. Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, and Big E versus Sami Zayn, Dolph the Loser, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Shit stayed. And uh, he had on a the, shit stained spot in sighting, dog. Yeah, and I he had on the um, uh, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. It's great to see shit stain, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. Na Change. <laughs> Make that change. Make that game data. Oh, shaman. <laughs> you got to start with yourself now. Make that change. Why does it make that change? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Inske. <laughs> this would have been a lot better if this was simply a match with the Intercontinental Championship on the line instead of a six-man tag match. You think? I would have loved. I would have loved it. Like, if you want to pay your respect to Pat Patterson, which was the Intercontinental Champion, the first Intercontinental Champion by that, this should have been like a six-pack challenge or something for the Intercontinental Championship instead of a six-man tag team match. Is over fucking done. Every fucking week on WWE programming, but yeah, they are all former champions. Fuck all that. These don't get to hear with a crowd. Oh yeah, this is what makes it so so special. Boom! One of the best entrances that don't get no love right now because the crowds are gone. The very first war games. Oh man, I was so excited about this shit. Yes, sir. Yeah. Are you are you here? Go, baby. I miss I miss Morrow. I miss Nigel McGinnis. I think McGinnis is what? He's doing NXT UK again, correct? Yeah. But you know, NXT UK, man, they need some type of fans out there, man, because that, that their fans are just a part of what makes that whole thing about you uh NXT UK so special. True shit. You know, that that fans, the fans and their chants. I mean, did you hear these motherfuckers when they was chanting Bailey when they went over there? Yeah, bro. Hey, hey, Bailey. Ooh. 
Ah, I, I wanna, wanna know. know. Would, Would you be, be my girl? That shit and like that over Sasha was being promoted at this time, mm. but nobody gave a fuck about Sasha. Hell no. Yeah, man. But yeah, uh yeah, they're all um former champions and uh I thought it would have been better if they just would have went into a, you know, Six pack. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and that's why we'll get to third gear of this one. And by the way, it looks like Big E is starting to shed some of that New Day stuff as he came out to a different entrance this week. Yeah, but he still had New Day merch on. So I think with the whole um, Intercontinental thing, they kind of rushed his shit before maybe he got his his official ring gear in. But. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully <clears throat> he has it by next week because it's time. It's, yeah. it's definitely time. Big E can still do, still be funny, still yeah. do all of that, but be Big E. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Zane rolls up Brian for the cover uh, after getting a running knee from Brian himself, but uh, uh, it's turned into a yes lock. Zane gets his foot on the rope for the break. Zane counters Brian's back body drop, drop with a kick to the midsection, then a brain buster for a cover, and another near fall, but Brian turns it into a cover for a near fall. Uh, Zane goes for inside cradle, but Brian beats him to the punch, and Brian gets the win. The team of Zane, the loser, and Nakamura don't like it, and Brian Biggie and Mysterio gets back into the ring, and it's a standoff. The loser pumps his brakes as Nakamura and Zane are sent over the top rope, leaving the loser alone, and uh, who's trying to talk his way out of this shit? It's atomic drop from Brian, 619 from Mysterio, and big ending from Big E, leaving the loser lane, and of course we all know what this is. It was strictly you know, paying homage and a tribute to the late, great Pat Patterson. Uh, just because it's a uh, tribute to a late great Pat Patterson, and the and the match was was good. It yeah, was, it wasn't bad. I everybody didn't... got their shit off. Yeah. I I I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, uh, I'm gonna give this uh, four grams of uh, some White Widow. Yeah, what's White Widow? If you know, you know. <laughs> Nigga, I don't know. This one last year. I don't smoke. <laughs> If you know, you know. You should have seen the way you just gave me. A I was like, "What am I supposed to do with that?" <laughs> if you know, you know. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, shit. but um, Sammy Zayn looks like he's nursing some type of wrist injury. If you, I seen when he went over the yeah, top rope. Yeah. He, uh, and I noticed he didn't do a lot of shit. Damn, I mean, Zane. that goes with his gimmick, but hopefully it's not a serious injury. Hopefully. We want you to stay healthy. Yeah, man. And why does uh, Roderick Strong look like he belongs to ALP to where a little teardrop Maverick did not as yeah. he on the same outfit? That was so stupid. Man, that would have been great. Like, if that was really the gimmick they were going to run with, that would have been dope. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, as I was saying, like, that's why I couldn't give a full review. I knew this was like just a tribute, but yeah. I, just, I just wanted that intercontinental ta- like if you if you're gonna if you're gonna want to take the intercontinental championship very seriously, uh, yeah, it should have been online, in my right? Opinion. But yeah, they got all shit off. Not a ma- not a bad match, but you know the faces was gonna win because of you know this this somber situation at hand. But all right, uh, moving on, the smack of the night. Caleb Braxton, 
is backstage with KO, who says what bothers him about Chief is he used to respect him. As big as a star that he was, he never looked down on people. He didn't have his own locker room, for example. He was just one of the boys. That changed, and he doesn't know if it was Paul Heyman or even if he talked himself into the way into that way, but it's despicable. KO has done some fucked up shit, too, but he's learned to be gracious to everyone. There, uh, Because without them, there is no him. And <laughs> Kalisto comes through the door, apologizing for the interruption. KO compliments his nice fedora, and Kalisto asks, what the fuck is that? <laughs> anyway, Chief is an arrogant jackass, and he can't say the word because he doesn't want to upset Fox, but it has two syllables. He's an asshole, folks. I said it. Yeah. Okay. Otis rolls up saying that he likes that. Oh, yeah. And he almost says it, but KO stops him. They chop it up, and Otis says he knows his reputation with tag uh, team partners, but he also knows that KO is a blue-collar brawler and that all that's all good with him, and he's right about the Chief because he doesn't respect guys like them. Otis is going to bulldoze right through them. Okay. So also, we have the interview between Carmelo and SmackDown Women's Champion Sasha Banks. Michael Cole won't start Carmella, but Sasha disapproves, saying Carmella got to run her fucking mouth last week, and now she has something to say. Carmella says they know she's the boss and shit. Sasha says she's the SmackDown Women's Champion, and it's great to see her with the title after a month, I may add. (laughs) (laughs) Sasha says Carmella is the bitch that keeps on attacking her from behind, but she's not the woman. She's not woman enough to do it in her face. Carmella has got her attention, so what's good? Let's settle this shit for once and for all. Sasha says Carmella wishes she could be like her, and Carmella says to Nikki Minaj, "Want to be?" In her words, "No." Oh, damn, she called Nikki Minaj. Mm. Sasha has known Carmella for a long time since the PC Center. Well, damn, Carmella looks like Nikki Minaj too. So, right, that's it. Before and after. <laughs> yeah. Why did? Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Car- uh, Sasha has known Carmella for a long time since the PC Center uh, training together, and that's why she would give her props as former SmackDown Women's Champion. She's the first ever Money in a Bank winner, and Carmella says, "Get her fucking facts straight," because she's won two of those briefcases. Sasha says she's needed help from every chance she got. First from that goop with no chin, James Ellsworth, and then our truth. And who's next? Carmella says she can't help that she can't help that men. Uh, oh, Carmella says. Well, I don't know why I double typed that. Carmella says she can't help that uh, men are obsessed with her. Sasha says, "Call it what you will," and there is a reason why they haven't faced each other one on one. She's out of Carmella's league and will always be. And Carmella says, "You want to get personal?" Sasha is jealous and when she looks at Carmella her blood boils ever since Sasha has been little this has been her dream and she's poured her heart and soul into it uh in tears and honor her craft to be the best and then it's Carmella who walked into the WWE and everything came so easy to her she went straight to the top on a rocket and would have to work hmm, wonder why wonder how you got there mm-hmm. She's better than Sasha. <laughs> Her smacking down title run is better than all of Sasha's combined. Goddamn, that's pretty much true. Sad but true, by the way. Carmella is nothing like Sasha because she's superior in every way and Sasha can't handle it. Sasha sees uh, the hot chick in every man's desire and she's the hot chick that's going to embarrass her and take the title. Sasha says what's embarrassing is the fact that she thinks Carmella can hold a candle to her and she wants an opportunity one-on-one. She's got it at TLC and Carmella ain't never been in the ring with a badder bitch <laughs> than her. Talk about gimmick infringement. Carmella snaps her finger away dismissing herself and I think the Velveteen Dream will have something to say about that shit. 
Right? Gimmick infringement. Yeah, that's definitely uh, gimmick infringement right there. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm a little bit invested after that interview. Yeah, I mean, it took that interview for me to get invested. Yeah, it got a little bit realer. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see where it goes. Buddy Moifey. Moifey. Versus King Corman. We seen this shit last week, didn't we? So, you know what that means, yep. folks. Straight to the finish. Yeah, as the Mysterios accompanying him to the ring again. And Corbin had bought some help of his own in the Forgotten Sons. And they forgot about Jackson. I put my fucking foot in my mouth, Riker. <laughs> oh, MAGA had right, Jason, huh? That's when you got the real mask on. Then he, then he comes back with the, I'm a child of the Lord. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah. With all of that, boo! All of shit. that, motherfucker. Yeah, like uh, Meltzer said, I think it's not it's it's, it's not going to be for too long where he uh, he's fired. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it's sad, but like I definitely enjoy the Gunner. Him, I didn't know that that's what he was about. Like to me, he would have if just just speaking, you know, devil's advocate. If that could have worked as you know, whatever they're trying to do with um, them being linked up with Corbin, it would have gave it would have been what Corbin needed out of some people who don't have a name because that's what I hated the most out of all those unions that Corbin had. It was already established acts like why y'all teaming with Corbin. Yeah, that makes y'all got all kind of lineage. Y'all got all kind of you know his ring work. He ain't done anything to be warrants all y'all people you know being linked up with him. So wonder why? Because WWE is down with With the the fuck fuck shit. Down with the fuck shit. Down with the fuck shit. Corbin being angry at Mania. Down. <laughs> yeah, that was some down with the fuck. But yeah, man, I, I won't elaborate a lot on it. But for you people that live in a different world in comparison to us, and as I say, I am a man of color, as we said before, me and 420, you shouldn't speak on shit that you know absolutely nothing about if you haven't walked in our shoes. Right. Period. So, uh, nothing says more intimidating. More than having a hoodie and a blazer on, but quite frank, that shit gotta be burning up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can put on a blazer and this hoodie under these hot stage lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Corbin is on the outside after taking a Moifey trigger on the jaw. Moifey puts Corbin back in the ring and tells the Mysterios to stay back. Moifey on the apron insecurities Corbin and goes to the top. Corbin orders the hit as the Forgotten Sons attack the Mysterios. Moifey goes to the outside to help them... Uh, uh, help them uh, and the sons take off in the ring with Moifey chasing them but he runs into the end of days as Corbin gets the win and uh, I can see I can see a six man tag team match happening mm. very 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 soon uh, I mean I give a grandma some Reggie uh, I like the continuation of this story I, I like like I said I'm glad that these these two guys are getting a chance because I know that Blake can get off. Yeah, Wesley Blake, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I never really see too much of Cutler. And there's a little bit of history there between Blake and Moifey to begin yeah, with. Yeah, so I'm cool with this whole whole little shit. I'm glad they're using these people. I'm glad <clears throat> two more people that got brought into the fold because, man, the SmackDown need people after the debacle with the Zelina Vega, and it looks like it's going to be... Uh, Alistair Black, that was definitely some, uh, a star that they missed. You know, a, you know what I'm saying? It's somebody that's definitely needed. 
Especially when it's you put your, bullshit, I mean, because it's like, man, they took, they gave, they only put the B, like the B, damn near C-list wrestlers as far as like uh, star power and everything on SmackDown. I mean, I know you can do, you know, do wonders when it's built right, but man, Apollo Crews, <laughs> come on, dude. Homeboy? Homeboy? Like out of all the homeboys, Wait, you man, get Apollo those- Crews. I'm tired, boss. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a minute, is it Terry Crews? <laughs> <laughs> ain't that coon. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm glad we got the, the Tropper Chief. <laughs> to sum it all up. I'm glad we got Jey Uso. Sum I can't wait till Jimmy come back. I can't wait till Jimmy come back. Like, Jimmy gonna make that shit dope. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Jimmy gonna, because he can, man, it's so many ways Jimmy can fit into this whole feud. No, sum, sum all that shit up. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know, man. Banquet of Bears, Coors. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm being nice when it comes to that. Like, I you know, I don't give a fuck about the Mysterios and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. No more than I did when they were on Raw. Right. This thing has been drawn out. I just want to get to the point, and it's been drawn out because they really don't know where the fuck they're going with this whole thing. Well, I mean, I just think I it's not what you mean drawn out. I don't think it's nothing to be drawn out. Right? But well, remember, we said, look, somebody's got a one of the Mysterios. We thought it was going to be Dominic, but that didn't happen. But we thought something would go. I mean, I just think that they're just an act now. Like, it's not like really nothing to be. It's not nothing to be, you know, drawn out. There. What is all of this for? Still, that's all I'm asked. Like, I mean, they 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 wrestling. You know, they that's uh, Murphy's wrestling, and they backing them, and that's what it is. Now they're feuding with Baron Corbin. It's not like a. It's not like a continuation of the Seth Rollins thing. It's just a whole new thing now. But how long before you get sick of Corbin? I mean, I'm already sick of Corbin. Oh, like, well. I mean, it's Corbin, dog. Like, I mean, well, I'll agree with you on this. At least we've got the Chief. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but real. at least it's not the Seth Rollins shit because the Seth Rollins shit didn't make no sense. Like, yeah. the, like Baron Corbin beefing with, beefing with them, the whole reason why he brought, like, I'm glad that he didn't do, we didn't get like a month of this before um, Cutler and Blake showed up. I'm glad they showed up. Like right after he got screwed, he brought some people down. Yeah, you know, I, I guess I wish I would have more interest in it, but I just don't. don't it would have, you would have had way more interest in it if this, if the Seth Rollins shit was like maybe like two months, two yeah, three if months. If they would end that shit, and on this shit, yeah, and then this shit would have been done. This was like the first few coming out of. Um, they did all that shit on Raw, and this is the first few coming out on SmackDown. I say if they ended shit on Raw and left, Seth, no, like if all like you know, if they left Seth Rollins on Monday Night Trash, he really has no purpose to even be on SmackDown, in my opinion. Like no, like he has he no place no sense at all to even being on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, he has no place. So well, I'm, we we know he won't go nowhere near Matt Riddle, so mm-hmm. he won't be going back to Raw. I mean, I mean, only way Seth Rollins, only way Seth Rollins has room on SmackDown is as a face. Yeah. He's not a he's not a heel. But he, makes no, he makes yeah, he makes all the sense. But do you but do you still think that he may still have some of that damage from how they just fucked him up as a face? Do you think that the fans if any back show him? that can that bring back Seth Rollins, who's a great performer and is a good talent, 
it's motherfucking SmackDown. I mean, you think about it, especially if they bring Becky Lynch to SmackDown. I think she's going to Raw. It makes way more sense for her to go to SmackDown. Oh, yeah. Well, since passes over there. Yeah, yeah that, that is true. That is true. All right, man. Why do they have the Street Profits running down the SmackDown main event? And what the fuck else are they going to do? They ain't no other fucking tag team, so they might as well, I guess. But, mm-hmm. hey. Oh, well, I spoke too soon because here's regular. Regular. That's all that I am. That's all I will be. I am just regular. There's nothing more. I'm mediocre. Yeah. Regular Bobby Roode and they found Cesaro arguing and we should see uh, who should be the tag team champions and I see a triple threat coming to TLC and this match has kickoff show written all over it. Man, it's gonna be a good kickoff show. It's gonna be a good kickoff show, but it's going it's gonna be on kickoff. Straight to the kickoff show. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> well, they looks like they got more tag teams than they do on, uh, on SmackDown than they do on Monday Night Trash. Damn. <laughs> Say that much for whatever reason, my DVR decided that the program was over, but it showed that it still had 20 minutes left on SmackDown. My cable provider sucks, and plus, they overcharge for absolutely nothing on television. Fans, if you're listening, let me know which one is better YouTube, TV, or Hulu Live because I'm about to cut the cord on these fuckers. I'm tired of it. But I found it on YouTube. <laughs> Kevin Owens and Otis versus Roman Reigns and Jay Uso. YouTube may already have a one up for sure. KO and Otis uh, ain't uh, KO and Otis await, and out comes Jay Uso. But where is Chief? Hmm? Remember, the Chief shows up when he wants. Ring that bell. Us is still uh, looking for the Chief. And he and Otis lock it up, and Otis overpowers Oost to the mat. Right hand and left hand on Oost into the corner, and Otis lands another stiff shot, dropping him. Oost is sent into the turnbuckle, followed by a clubbing blow to the chest. Oost is launched across the ring, and Oost with a couple of forearms, but he's clotheslined out of his Air Force Ones. And man, remember you had a pair of white on whites? You was the shit. Mm-hmm. Remember them days? Yeah. Not in 2020. Nah, buddy. Look, this nigga on Air Force Ones, man. He can- you could have got the J's. <laughs> Boy, you spent all that money on some wood? Because I remember, like, for several years, I was like, shit, as long as I got some white on whites, I used to get me a new pair at the beginning of every summer. Yeah, nah. Not not, not these days. Not these days. Yeah. All right. Oost is sent into the corner, but Otis misses a charge uh, in going into the ring post. Shoulder first, KO tags in and works Oost in the corner. Oost reverse Irish whips into the opposite corner and lands a Samoan drop. The music hits in the head of the table. The Chief has arrived. KO lands in Gary as a disgusted Chief looks on and he doesn't want to wait for the tag because he does what the fuck he wants. <laughs> he comes in and Superman punches Otis off the apron into the floor and proceeds to fuck Otis up on the outside. Chief grabs the steps and bounces them off of Otis <laughs> multiple Yo, times. she was so fucking crazy. Right. But I thought I hear the bell ring for a DQ, but this is WWE once again who was down with the fuck shit. Where's the, the bell ring? No, the bell didn't ring. I was oh. like, well, that's a DQ, but obviously not in this match, it wasn't. Yeah. Looked like a DQ to me. Yeah. All right. KO goes to the outside to fight off the Chief, and he bounces his Chief off of the announcer's desk, and Oost drops KO with a dive from the ring. After the break, KO is on Chief, but he lands a clothesline. Otis has been uh, helped to the back by Chad Gable, so the ties have changed as this is yet still a handicap match, but in the Chief, in Oost's favor, wrist lock on KO, and Oost gets the tag. Double team uppercut combo. Oost stalks KO uh, and talks his shit, beating KO into the corner and beating him down. KO is choked in the corner as well, and now he got to get him. 
Mm-hmm. And Oos misses the hip attack going into the corner, and KO returns a cannonball. KO lands uh, lands a shot and chops on Oos into the ropes, and then a kick to the midsection. Oos answers back with an uppercut, and KO answers that with a clothesline off the ropes, and then a senton. KO is looking for the pop-up powerbomb, but Oos holds on to the ropes and then lands an uppercut. KO counters and lands a DDT, spiking Oos on the top of his head and goes for the cover for a near fall. And Chief says, get your ass up. <laughs> KO says, why doesn't Chief come in the ring and handle his fucking business? But the Chief decides to wait like the dastardly heel that he is. KO gets a back elbow running into the corner, but lands a Samoan drop on his on, of his own on Oos. Chief is pissed now. KO talks to shit until Chief finally enters. This allows Oos to get in a shot. Chief snuffs KO with an uppercut, and the ref looks like he's signaling for the bell, which he didn't when the Chief wrapped him steps around Otis. Still no bell, though, and super kick from Oos, and he goes to the top, but Chief wants to tag in because it's his fucking show, and he finishes the match, so tag the fuck out. Oos is hesitant at first, and he picks up KO, and now goes to tag the Chief, but KO lands a shot on the Chief, uh, sending him off the apron. Oos goes for a super kick, but it's caught, and wham! Stunner on Oos, then the cover. Uh, Chief breaks up the count with a shot, and now has KO in the guillotine choke. Now the bell is rung for the DQ? Okay. KO is KO. Then Chief looks at Oost, then chase the ref out of the ring. The ref obviously doesn't know when to call for a DQ. (laughs) This is for kayfabe purposes. Uh, Oost grabs some chairs as Chief takes one. Shots, 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 chair shots. Everybody say Shots, 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 shots. Everybody says. Oos and Chief take turns uh, with the chair shots. Then Chief wants Oos to go to the top and finish. <gasps> well, Samoan splash on KO and a chair to put the icing on the cake. Chief says to himself, I ain't forgot Oos as he lands a chair shot on him as well. <laughs> Chief takes on the role of Rakisi as Daddy Chief lays out the consequences on little Oos with that chair for being a fuck up. <laughs> Chief makes sure Lil Oos hears what the Chief says, and KO, as he brings him closer, asking KO, is he trying to split up his family? KO wanted his attention, and now the whole fucking world is watching. Chief says KO is trying to make him a monster in front of the whole world, trying to split up his family. And this is only the beginning, as the Universal Championship is hung on KO for a resting spot. <laughs> God damn. A TLC... At TLC, Chief is going to take KO's manhood, livelihood, and any other fucking hood he owns. <laughs> KO and his family are going to fear the Chief, and I don't know uh, who that was, but someone said, that's enough. And Chief stands tall, closing the show. Someone help Oos to his car so he can cry in it. <laughs> Yo, bro. So, so, this main event, tell me, did it did not smell like Attitude Era? It smelled like attitude error but like once again I said well where is the logic the, yeah the rules fucked it up for me so it was it was like a it was a four it, it, gram I mean unless I mean it looked, it looked, the ref called for the bell so, again but the bell so did the left. bell no alright so did the bell ring in the beginning of the match or was the bell never did the match never start until he come down to the ring so maybe the 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 match never officially started until he came down to the ring. Okay, well, we'll have to watch that, too. Because if I hear a bell ring... Then that's supposed to be disqualification. Because yeah. that match, everything that played out was supposed to be five grams. But the logic of the fucking uh, steps in the beginning of it... a DQ right here. I was like, just going to let this shit slide? I was like, what? what, what oh, okay, word. 
Where the blood size is And then he came <laughs> back. Then he came back from breaking. I was like, wait a minute, you on an apron? Huh? All right, all right. It was great segment though. <laughs> I, I love. I mean, other than the, chief, the logic, I mean, but still, it was dope. How yeah. I me? Mean, how he at the end of it still giving that motherfucking uh, giving that motherfucking Jay Uso the business. Oh my god, this That's motherfucker what I saved it until the very end. But remember, earlier he had said Yo, got consequences. Got <laughs> and just man, just like just like little kid, I can remember myself, man. Like like my mama was like, you working on it. Mm-hmm. You working on it, mm-hmm. and she didn't forget about that shit. And then when I thought she forgot about that shit, that's when she proceeded to fuck me up. Wheel, <laughs> all your back burnt up. Uh, <laughs> I was And that Sasha. Um, so my uh, shit. What the fuck? My roach clip is definitely gonna be. Uh, it's definitely gonna be uh um uh, this segment, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, I I give it a um just because it's Roman, you know. And I guess we can overlook those logic gaps. I guess because it's the chief. Yeah. So that's why this one gets room temperature Corona extra. Extra. I can't have it cold because you know I see yeah. that part. But it's a Corona extra, so room temperature. I'm gonna try to finish that motherfucker. Like if it was a no DQ, yeah, then that would make all the sense in the world. But yeah. if this was a tag match, like that, the part didn't make any sense, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, great tribute to Pat Patterson. I mean, this show wasn't that bad to watch. Very easier to watch than Monday Night Trash. And I'll tell you why it's easy because of my last shot, Kayla Braxton, as she gets. <laughs> the last shot this week once again and I don't ever want to hear the chief talk down to Caleb Braxton like that again I love how he um, that whole coming in when he wants to yeah That's so unique to very him. arrogant yeah. but very heelish it's like this is my show I do what the fuck I want and nobody says when anything I do it. nobody says anything man yeah like imagine and once again this shit is not that it's too late because we love it, but man, imagine this shit happening when it was a crowd. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Ima- oh man, when it when the crowd comes in, that let's think about this SmackDown. Like you know, think about like one of the better SmackDown shows of the past couple months. But, but think- and it's a heel that you love to see. Yeah, but the fans are gonna love to boo the fuck out of this uh, uh, Roman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and nothing changes. Like, well, he was a face was getting booed, but imagine the course of boos of him as a heel. I don't think nobody will cheer the chief. I mean, and plus, motherfuckers was loving. I mean, don't get me wrong, his ring work was great. Yeah, that's yeah. not. That's not make it. That's not make it seem like. Well, I think Roman it's gotten better because remember, I remember you made mention. I think it was the Fatal Four Way SummerSlam. Uh, Brock Lesnar, Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, and you said around the time you was just sick. Of his move set then, yeah, you know, but as it was you can like see, eighty got, million, like just uppercuts, uh, uppercuts, and Superman punches. Yeah, That's all the lines. Oh, man, now, now it's more deliberate. Yeah, guillotine Every, choke. Everything, but everything makes everything yeah. has reason. Plus, the shit talk is just mm. awesome. It is awesome. Uh yeah, man. Um, well, I guess, uh, yeah, coming up is the gold brain. After these messages. Yes, sir. Little bitch ass, bitch ass, nigga ass, nigga ass. And. We're back in these motherfucking bitch ass, bitch ass. Nigga ass, nigga ass. Trick ass, trick ass. 
Bitch ass, bitch ass. Bitch ass, bitch ass. Nigga ass niggas. We with the go. Brand on the review on Hayes. Hops. Let it sizzle. Let it sizzle. And turnbuckles. Episode 33. NXT time, baby. Well, I can't do the gold brand because somebody already did it. We just had a talk about gimmick infringement last week. And look at you. Man, let me roll up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's NXT. NXT, guys. We're going to go down the... uh, We're going to run the results. Down for you guys. Nah, I'm fucking with y'all. Damian Priest and Leon Ruff defeats Legato. Del Fantasma. Cameron Grimes defeats... Cameron! Yep, August Great. Jake Atlas defeats Tony Nese. Grizzled Young Veterans versus Everrise. So we thought. More on that later. Shotzi Blackheart versus Raquel Gonzalez in a ladder match uh, to see who, we, who gets the advantage for war games. And stay tuned because I think, you know, it's worth the wait. Whatever. All right. Yeah. Ooh. Oh my God. I forgot about that suplex from the top rope. And we are still watching 2017 NXT War Games. As they kill each other. We're talking about AOP Roderick Strong versus Undisputed Era without without Roderick Strong. And uh, who else is in there? Sanity. When they were actually worth a damn. This is when Sanity was relevant. All right. Relevant? They were relevant then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sanity was When AOP was fucking like, I was like, man, how they going to work on the main roster? AOP just going to kill everybody. Yeah. But I've been seeing a whole bunch of um, reports. Like, AEW refused to even work with anybody from either one of those guys from uh, AOP because they're too rough. Too stiff. Well, it looks like they may need to go to New Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Where, they, where that shit is appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to give a ring with them. Not them. Nah. <laughs> I like my head on my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> you see what they did to damn Shane Thorne? Yeah, right? I think it was Akam. Them, them, them Those two never recovered. That motherfucker powerbombed him from the ring. To the apron. Yeah. And then he hit the fucking ground. Yeah. I said, wow. One of my favorite spots. So I was like, killing him. Killing him. Yeah. All right. Damian Priest and Leon Ruff versus Legato Del Fantasma. It was some beef between Priest and Legato Fantasma, Del Fantasma earlier. While Priest said he wanted to make sure that Ruff made it to takeover. And <laughs> he's folding the wrong burrito fucking with them, homes. <laughs> <laughs> Wilders ran into the roll-up doors, so it will be Santos Escobar and Raul Mendoza. Ring the bell? Okay. Johnny Gargano is on commentary getting on, get a better look at this match, and Leon Ruff is in the ring arguing with Priest to let him start this one with Esco. They lock up, and Esco pushes him off. Esco with a roll-up and a kick-out, then a front face lock, then he's just toying with the little fella. Mendoza tags in with a lock-up, then a wrist lock. Ruff is sent into the corner, and it's some of that luchin. Luchin! And Ruff lands drop kick and a cover and kick out. Mendoza takes back over Esco, tags in, and lands a right 
well, a hot knee, sending Ruff into the corner. Priest tags in, and just with the standoff, you can see that Esco is bigger than a Cruiserweight title. I hope because of this showing that he can move on into the North American Championship picture. Yes. Like, he is so much bigger than a Cruiserweight Championship. Esco tags out, though, as Mendoza now goes for the takedown. Priest powers out into a wrist lock, sending Mendoza into the corner, but he's got some illusion of his own and lands a knee. This pisses Priest off, and he lands a flying back elbow. Priest drops Mendoza on the apron and lands a shot, then sends Mendoza into the barricade. Bell clap and a kick on Mendoza, and Priest notices another scream nigga in the crowd. This allows Mendoza to tag in Esco, who lands a suicide dive on a distracted Priest on the outside, and uh, what a motherfucking dive that was. <laughs> Back from break, though, Ruff is chopped off the apron by Mendoza. Then he lands a running clothesline on Priest in the oh, corner. shit, there's weed in here. Oh, my bad. I didn't know there was weed in there. <laughs> oh, wonderful discoveries. <laughs> As <Shit>. we- <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I was like, I'm going to throw that away. Wait a minute, there's weed in there. Weed the- in there. What the fuck? That's me, bro. You don't know how happy I was to see that. I remember those days when you find weed and you <laughs> thought that you lost. Like, oh, this is going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day. Man, I'm glad I don't have people just running randomly in my house. Cause it's just, man, man, you just go to Ray's crib remember, and you just, man, 420s and you just go to his crib and you just find a, a, a dub just laying around. I remember uh, it was a it was a time oh, it was a time that happened and boy are we having technical difficulties over here. Yeah. Courtesy of 420. Yeah, I pointed a finger at him. Yeah, Lee Long. But as we were saying, um, there was a story about one time as I was happy about a bag of weed that I got. I don't know why. Well, they knew that I smoked on first shift when I worked CEI. And then one of the girls, I think, what was that room called? The, 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 not, the, not the cyanide room. The ceramic room. Something. Ceramic room. It was a ceramic room. It was a cyanide room. It was one of them rooms, but I was working in there that day. Yeah, so I'm sitting there and one of the girls comes up and she's like, You dropped this. I was like, Drop what? And it was a nice, I'd give it a dub sack. So I was like, Shit, damn, I forgot. I brought my weed to work with me. I'm tripping. But I didn't because when I got home and looked in the drawer, my weed was there. Oh, man. Not to mention it was some fire. Oh, man. It was an absolute great day. No, that's a fine. That's a fine. It was a great day. But, uh, yeah, um, as we were saying, Bell clap and kick on Mendoza, and Priest notices another scream nigga in the crowd. This allows Mendoza to tag in Esco and lands a suicide dive on a distracted Priest in the outside. And like I said, it was a motherfucking dive. It was. What it, it was great. Back and break. Ruff is chopped on the apron by Mendoza. Then he lands a running clothesline on Priest in the corner. Esco back with a splash. Mendoza back in with a splash. And Priest holds on to Mendoza, but is drop kicked in the corner by Esco, who is tagged back in. Suplex and a cover on Priest for two. Then another cover to no avail. Esco is having his way with Priest at the moment as he goes for the right leg. Priest is elbowing his way out, but Esco continues on that leg, followed by Mendoza tagging back in, taking over. Leg drop on the right leg of Priest. Mendoza into the ropes, but he's flatlined. Ruff wants to tag 
but Priest ponders for a sec and tags him in. Dropkick on Mendoza, back elbow on Esco, then here Karana, and a cover and a kickout. Mendoza with a blind tag, rough kicks the left leg of Esco, followed by an insiguri, then a neck breaker. Mendoza comes in as he is the legal man, breaking up the cover with a dropkick. Mendoza is taunting Priest, and this allows Ruff to tag him back in. Forearm on Mendoza, shot on Esco, flapjack on Mendoza, some kicks, and then a discus forearm to Esco. Back elbow splash on Mendoza in the corner. Esco is knocked off the apron, but Mendoza lands a kick on Priest and is now on the top turnbuckle. He flies into a forearm, and Priest is now looking for the reckoning, but Ruff tags himself in. Priest lands the reckoning anyway, and Ruff lands a frog splash on Mendoza to pick up the win. Gargano talks his shit after the match as not one, but them two scream niggas are behind him. Wanna have a side bet? Side bet. <laughs> What's this bet? Who the two scream niggas is. I know who one of them are. I'm debunking my uh my Austin theory theory. So who who do you say? The two niggas from the radicals. That just signed. Possibility. That's what I'm going with. Possibility. I'm in agreement with you on that. To no side bet. (laughs) Fuck no. We're taking this these bets very seriously as this beer gets worse and worse. Oh god. It's never good when you come on a losing end. No. Oh. It is bad. It is so bad. Oh. <laughs> that fucking two eleven stayed on me last week. I was like, "Oh my god, it's not leaving." I yeah. felt like shit for the rest of the night. Yeah. Very bad. Yeah, so I mean, you know, these these uh, I like it though. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, it's dope. I, I fucks with it. I fucks with it. You know, gives me a reason to really think about my picks. My wife was like, "That's why you probably y'all probably shouldn't be doing that." I said, "That's what makes it." That's what makes it good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, oh shit! Did you rate that? Because you went on the side that shit. You ain't never rate. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm gonna definitely rate this uh, two and a half grams. Uh, I love the story that they're telling with uh, Leon R- Ruff and um, uh, Damian Priest. Definitely seems it looks like they're trying to make Damian Priest maybe top babyface. Or second top baby face under uh, Finn Balor. Uh, he definitely seems bigger than the North American title. Yeah, I agree. I agree with I that. I definitely part. put Damian Priest. I don't think Damian Priest needs to go anywhere near the fucking main event. I I mean, um, main roster. Man, I think all. everybody that they have in NXT definitely needs to stay right now because... Shit is haywire on the main roster. They look at Damian Priest and say, hey, you can be the third member of New Day. Right. Some crazy shit right. like that. <laughs> We're going to put you and Aleister Black in a tag team. Well, damn, that wouldn't be bad. Yeah, that, I was thinking about it like, hey, not only do they need tag teams, but that doesn't sound bad at that all. That would be dope. That does not sound bad at all. What the fuck, man? What? Undisputed era. <laughs> Versus Ricochet, Dunn, and the War Raiders in a War Games match. Come on, let's pick How are we NXT. supposed to get through this show if you continue to do this? Well, I already rated mine. I already rated mine. Yeah, so. well, let, let, let me rate it. Um, 
Uh, what was it? That, that bold rock pear beer that I just drunk. Uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't, yeah. wasn't a bad match at all. I always speak very highly about Santos Escobar and uh, Raul Mendoza. Like, those guys are, are great. They are great, man. Mendoza is just phenomenal. Yeah, they are great. And then you put them in the ring between uh, uh, Priest and Leon Ruff. Say what you want to say about Ruff, but he's not been a slouch in the ring. Like, mm-hmm. he's showing. But I still don't agree with this whole North American championship, but I mean, I, I still, like his ring work. I still only, I still just put him in uh, my creative player as a, I just, I just let Leo rush into his spot. That's, yeah. That's, I mean, but yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, the screen guys, yeah, the rascals. Yep. Yeah. About a good way to put us two new people. That's a new tag team. Yep, all that. My man, well, who's the other guy? He said, nah, I won't be joining y'all. I see when it comes to main roster, if y'all get called up, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. So I think he did right. Yeah, because. Go to AEW where you, where you can be showcased. Right. You know, um. Yeah, we pretty much know who Team Shotzi is that they teased it for weeks. We see that Rhea Ripley and Ember Moon have a gift for Shotzi that's glowing, and I believe that it's my mojo. Nah. Mojo, Jojo, Jojo. I believe that you it's. Mojo, Jojo, Jojo. No, I believe that it's the new taint that they have oh, yeah. for, for Shotzi. Uh, they also recap the history of the Undisputed Era as getting us hyped for war games as they sit down for dinner at Carabas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not really. And they reflect, reminding what got them there, and uh, it's time for them to whip some ass come Sunday. They toast to Mac Pat McAfee for being incredibly smart and stupid. All right, Sarah's cousin, McKenzie, is with, King, uh, with Team Candace saying, do you call Team Shotzi a team? Their damaged goods and Indy took a bullet for her last week, and Larray has everything she needs for war games. Raquel tells uh, says her team is going home with the advantage, and Shotzi is going to feel like she got ran over by a tank. Where the fuck is Robert Stone? I don't know. I- I'm pissed about Robert Stone not being a yeah, and Aaliyah. Aaliyah was showing so much promise and growth. Well, like that whole. Then I just don't get the whole them breaking up. Her Mercedes, uh, Mia Yim could have just went up by herself. It didn't make any sense, you know. The, yeah, I mean, to you me, Mercedes dealing with COVID related things. Yeah. That's why she's at crib. You know what I mean? But you know, yeah, like I more we we want more. Uh, we wanted more of uh, Aaliyah as right. we've seen she was progressing very nicely. But I mean, I could see her in, in the fucking or maybe maybe we'll single. see them, maybe we'll see them next week because, like I said, Bronson Reed has been off television. We haven't seen I'm Austin a big, Theory. I'm a big Bronson Reed fan. It's been several people, but, you know, I guess it, I guess they have everything lined up the way they have it lined up right now. And then after the blow-off, I guess they'll get back to... It's pretty... Um, like It's almost like after New... Um, after War Games, it's almost like a, you go into WrestleMania mode. It's almost like another season. Yeah. Uh, man, you remember Ricochet was Ricochet? Man. No, you remember when uh, the it was the War Raiders? Wow, War Machine. You remember them? Yeah. Because yeah. you, you was like, man, why they why they didn't leave him as War Machine? But he was mad with War Raiders. I was cool with it. No, no, I said War Raiders was okay. Yeah, like, I always known them as War Machine. That was such a dope you know, n- dope name. But I think it was the War Raiders themselves that said we wanted to be called the War Raiders. So, but the Viking experience, <laughs> the Viking Raiders. 
fuck out of here, Vince. <sighs> All right. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Vergus versus August. I thought it was Austin Gray. Yeah. Little to no importance for this one. I'm just interested in Grimes and Dexter Loomis. We don't say this much on NXT, but to the finish. Straight to it. Definitely, definitely a lot of Grimes during the match. And this is only to make him look strong going into takeover. Gray got in some offense, but not too much. That was special. He walked the ropes and landed a crossbody on Grimes for a near fall. But Grimes landed a tilt to world something that Vic Joseph didn't name. We still miss you tomorrow. Yeah. It was uh, to the moon. Straight to the moon as we went straight to the finish. As Grimes hits the cave-in to pick up the win, Grimes asks if Loomis wants to be strapped up with him. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Loomis has made a mistake. He's hooked the arms of Gray, the arm of Gray in a strap and clothesline him. And Loomis doesn't understand. When he gets strapped up with Cameron Grimes, he whips Gray across the back with that strap. That's right. And Gray disappears with Loomis hooked up. <laughs> to the leather strap without Grimes knowing. Grimes nearly shits himself when he notices Loomis and he takes off on Grimes. He lays the strap across the back of Grimes who escapes the ring in pain. Um, What was funny, I give this match of Grandma some uh, some of this uh, silver he, white runts. He turned around he was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the first time that uh, Loomis swung... He he got he didn't get a lot of contact and he made up for it for that second swing. Yeah. I'm like, oh <laughs> damn, homie, damn, homie, fucked you up. Yeah, I think this was like the first, like one of the first times. Yeah, because he's been gone. Fish was gone for a long time at yeah, this point. He was injured. That's why you see uh, Roderick Strong and Cal O'Reilly as the tag team champions. Yeah. Damn, you started it again. He says Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. Damn, I'm gonna have to go with you, bro. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. It's Fuck. gonna it's gonna be a splitter, but we'll get to the. We're talking about the uh, predictions, and we'll get to that at the at the end of uh in the NXT. Bear with us on Hayes Hops. Thank you, thank you guys for listening. Uh, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. You know, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, Overcast, and where where else? There was another one. Man. There's a bunch of shit. Just check it out. Just hit yeah. the link. Yeah, we appreciate each and every one of you. Big things coming in 2021. Look out for us. All right, man. Um, yeah, man, I rate this. Yeah, I rate this. Give this a... Coors Light. The Blue Mountains, only because Dexter Loomis came in at the end, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it was I'm a good a fan of Dexter Loomis. But there's no problem with, like, that guy, Austin Gray, using his enhancement talent. You yeah. were just... You, I mean, don't get me wrong. You don't really have a gimmick yet. I Not see, yet. like, I see, like, a fucking cheesy ass, like, porn. They tried that. I think uh, Joey Ryan just ruined that shit. He ruined it for everybody. Or like, like some, um, you know, it's like some uh, shyster, like a, uh, I don't know, I don't know. Like, but I think he was called like the retro guy in Evolve. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, maybe just do the retro thing. Yeah. Maybe you can figure out a way to get that to pop. Right. Yeah. Well, you know they was going to tear up shit as the War Raiders. Mm-hmm. Look how great these guys look in NXT. Right. Yep. Okay. Wow. Two matches to the finish. Jake Atlas versus Tony Nese. 
All right, uh, this match was a dedication to the late Pat Patterson who passed away earlier that morning. As you can see through the focus, uh, is more on the brand arriving than this match. Nice is indeed underutilized as he's been used as enhancement talent as of late. Massive clothesline on Nice, then some kicks and shots followed by a German suplex from Atlas, a forearm and a cover for a near fall. Nice gets to the ropes for a break as Atlas was going for some kind of submission. Nice with a chop on Atlas, then he drops the throat of him on the ropes. Throat me! Nice missed the middle rope moonsault and tweaks his knee but lands a kick on Atlas following and a cover for a near fall. Nice stomps on Atlas in the corner but misses the running Nice. And inverted cutter, and then the cartwheel DDT from Jake Atlas for the win. They say this was the biggest win of his career? Okay. I mean, it is the biggest win of his career. Yeah, considering know? that, I guess, Tony Nese was uh, a former Cruiserweight champion. Mm-hmm. And also, I see uh, uh, why they did this for Jake Atlas, considering that Atlas is a part of the LGBT community, as well as Pat Patterson was. And I guess, mm-hmm. you know, they were definitely... Of that man, he was the worst. That's when he was still. Turn this off. Turn it off. That's when he was still United Kingdom champion. Man, but yeah, as I was saying, Pat Patterson. Uh, you know, we wouldn't know unless somebody had told us. But he was a part of that community as well. Anyway, um, yeah, Sarah's cousin, Mackenzie, congratulates Atlas, saying that's what the fuck he's talking about. You take three steps back to take one big step forward. He's not standing there as the cruiserweight champion, but this is a step moving forward back into the ring with Santos Escobar. Shit, a fucking step into the back of the, the Denali. Password, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. <laughs> we ain't seen him. We ain't seen him a minute. Swerving M.I.A. Have you seen me? <laughs> nah. No, you haven't seen <laughs> me at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, you want to rate this match? There you go. All right. <laughs> I was pissed off the fact that it was the whole fact that Atlas, like, Nice is, to, to me, I thought Nice was so much better than that. I didn't think they never really took advantage of him being, like, the narcissistic, you know what I'm saying, yeah. Specimen, they should have just took advantage of it. Even yeah. if you would have went like a little instead of uh you know how they have P D pump. Yeah. She did a little Lex. Yeah, something like that. I mean he and, 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 God, he was incredible when it came to the Cruiserweight Classic. Even when his work on two oh five, he had the fucking lasers, dude. Right. I can't get off of this war games matches. We're seeing all of our heroes who are no longer that once when they reached the main roster. Yes, Ricochet. Ricochet mm. had lasers that just added just a great dynamic to his entrance and Vince took all this shit. We ain't give you none of that. We gonna give you this. Pew! Mm-hmm. We gonna give you that to replace that and yeah, uh, Retro Bird's gonna beat you up every week. Oh yeah. boy. But yeah, so that's what I got for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. A high life light. This is only because, you know, Tony Nese deserves better. If you ever had a Miller High Life light, it's like drinking the water. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going to make a bold prediction. Jake Atlas is going to win that Cruiserweight Championship. This and, and the only reason I say that is because I want Santos Escobar to move to the North American title picture. 
I see this guy as the North American champion. You know, that that's what I'm I would rather see that dude Colton get it. Oh yeah, they made mention of him. Mm-hmm. I thought he was gonna show up this week. Yeah, he's see? like the number one contender. Well, we'll we'll, we'll see where it goes. Uh, I need I need to I need to definitely uh, Check watch a match out. or two with with him. See where it goes, and where we're gonna go. Uh, the brand enters the Capitol Wrestling Center, and I'm glad McAfee got some better music. Yeah. Uh, damn spray tan Pete Dunn you're looking kind of orange yeah. over there <laughs> and shut the fuck up Vic Joseph and I agree with McAfee on that one <laughs> he likes to say RP to Pat Patterson and he appreciates everything that he's done for the business and now on to the opposite end of the spectrum he has no respect for any other fans and most certainly for Undisputed Era they're a bunch of punks and they were forced to watch a night out with Undisputed Era, and that was the lamest. Rented tuxedos that didn't fit, <laughs> drinking box wine, I hope it was Peter Vella, <laughs> in glasses in a low-level Paisan pizza shop sitting back by the kitchen because they were so embarrassed to say Undisputed Era was there. They were reflecting on the past, and McAfee wants to reflect. It's no secret that the brand was put together with a lot of money, <laughs> and he invested in the three men and that joined him for the ride. That's not counting Ridge Holland's Benzo. He's talking about more money than all of the people uh, in the Capitol Center, Wrestling Center will ever see combined to make the greatness they see in front of them. They have ran this place since they got there, and Sunday, it's about Pete Dunne, the guy who won the advantage one week ago with a little bit of help. And, yeah, I guess it was McAfee after he spilled the beans. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and um, this Sunday is about two main eventers and 30 years of experience combined and Danny Burch and Only Lorcan. And, you know, they're so both of them look so proud to be tag champs. Mm-hmm. Uh, respected them. He wants the people sitting at home to uh, to envision themselves as an undisputed era and to feel every punch and bounces them off of the steel cage, every fucking part of it. They want to see Pat McAfee get his, but he has three badasses that run this business. The boys broke undisputed era's spirit last week, and Pete Dunn says they will end them on Sunday. Pat McAfee says they all suck and they're hyped for war games on Sunday. Yeah. Great promo. He said, we're great. You all suck. I love that shit. <laughs> yeah. Pat McAfee is showing it, man. I, I want to be mainstay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they hype the Grizzle Young veterans. As I said last week, they are definitely needed for the tag division and more on Santo Escobar's customers as Miss Detingled. Tangle, Tingle, Zia Lee, and Boa. Looks like they haven't bathed in a while and the old fella is forcing them into some soap and water. <laughs> yeah, you're in a goddamn... Uh... The force for waterboarding, like you know, for waterboard like we yourself. T- we tired waterboard of, yourself. We tired of you coming here smelling like this, so you have no to get the fuck in this tub with y'all stinking asses. Right. <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm just fucking with y'all. Okay, it's some ritual that they're going through, and man, talk about a great return for Karen Q's new character as she gives a signal to continue for Boa and Lee to pay the price. Uh, I just can't wait for this to see what happens. I'm excited about it. I'm just hoping that like Boa becomes something. Uh, I was already invested in what they were doing with Zia Leah. Just wanted more, and I'm just glad I got that. Prepare to get the tingled. Tangle. Tingle, tangle. Yeah, I I say the same. Wherever they're going with this, they got my attention because like they just add a little bit, a little Mm -hmm. bit each Mm -hmm. week. And that's what keeps us coming back. Main roster could pay a lot of attention to this. Like, this is what we like long term. Like, keep us coming back. Yeah, I mean, you don't. I mean, you you already you already 
doing the, the you know the uh, blowout fuse of all your other fuse. Yeah. It doesn't make it may, doesn't make sense to blow break them in right now. Yeah. So you give us seeds of it. Yeah, yeah. I love that. NXT has always been great at that. And it gives to get you excited on who, who's who's coming. It's crazy how they've been able to do that. NXT is a brand that shows that you can bring. Uh, mainstays in and had the same mainstays. I mean, you look at it like the Garganos and the Tommaso Champas, Velveteens, uh, you know, Undisputed Era. Like they've they've had some acts that've been in the brand for a while, so they know how to build and sustain. Like, but I mean, they keep building brand new ones. But let's just say this: NXT is ran by people who know wrestling. Yeah, main roster is ran by people who know soap operas. Game shows, yeah, wherever the fuck that shit is, and you can tell the difference between the two. True, yeah. All right, Grizzle, young veterans, <laughs> as old as a hey, veteran, yeah, bit. Yeah, uh, Grizzle Young Veterans versus Ever Rise, and this match was going to go to the finish because of 420's lack of care for Ever Rise. But look, they're attacked from behind by Imperium. Yeah. Who I thought were on their way back to NXT UK, but I'll say that the tag team division is getting revived in NXT. Right. As we see, they have quite a few tag teams for the division now. They take out Matt Martell and Chase Parker. Marcel Bartell asks, who the fuck does the Grizzly Young veterans think they are? The tag team division belongs to the Imperium. The other teams have had their fun, but they're back to put them back in their position. Now they're here to put the vets in their place. Well, shit. So, I mean, right there, you got five teams. You got, well, you got five teams without the titles. You got Fandango. You got uh, Teardrop and the motherfucker Furry. Yep. And you got Everrise, uh, Grizzle Young Veterans, and Imperium. That's not counting your Undisputed Era, and that's not counting the brand. That's seven tags. That's a decent tag that's team. That's a division. division. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a, a decent tag team division. That's a division. And if, and once you get the the Rascals... Uh, that's eight. That's eight. I mean... The, the division is back. Yeah. The tag team division is back, and I, for one, I'm happy for it. And I hope they make Grizzle Young Veterans like some tweeners, because I love Zach Gibson. Yeah. Number one! Well, you want to get into this match? Yeah. Because it wasn't going to go to the finish until <laughs> they said this, but Grizzly Young Veterans versus Imperium. Uh-huh. Ring the bell, will ya? <laughs> Zach Gibson and Fabian Eichner kick it off as they lock horns. It's back and forth. Eichner with an arm bar tags in Bartell, who lands a deep arm drag on Gibson, who rakes the eyes with boots. And you know where they're coming from, so here it comes. <gasps> Are you Straight from London. <laughs> On Gibson in the corner, then Bartell sends him into the opposite. But James Drake blocks the impact. Gibson lands a knee on Bartell, then an elbow. Drake tags in and lands a kick to the midsection, then a chop. Forms Europeans. Straight from Paris. And chops between the two, and Drake has Bartell in the corner. Drake is sent into the opposite, but counters to the apron and comes back with a sunset flip cover for a near fall. Bartell lands a right hand on Drake, then an elbow to the back of the neck and continues the assault. Eigner lands, uh, tags in with a double team, then a belly-to-back suplex. Vicious chop into the ropes, and now Drake is getting stomped in the corner. The suplex is countered by Drake, and he's in the corner for the tag. And talk about botch? I don't know what, what they was going for then. But they redo the spot just for Gibson to blind tag back in. Clothesline on Eichner and Bartell is knocked off the apron. They redid that spot just for a double leap. Okay, we'll overlook that, I guess. They could have just kept that. But yeah. uh, 
But what do I know? We just talk wrestling. Back <laughs> back of the line, Gibson says. Uh, back of the line, Gibson says. Eichner fights out of the corner and is going for a Kimura lock on the on Gibson. They fly off the ropes and Gibson is on the shoulders of Eichner. Attitude adjustment adjustment slam by Eichner. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like to me. <laughs> Gibson with an arm drag and it's back and forth with chops and they go counter for counter until both go over the top. Back from break, Gibson comes in for the save for Drake and push Eichner into the corner. Um, elbow, clothesline, and spinning heel kick from the two in the cover from Gibson for a near fall. The ring has been divided as they work on Eichner. Drake tags in and continues the assault until Eichner drops him in the ropes. Uh, on the ropes. Gibson... Tags back in and trying to prevent the tag, but he's catapulted into the top turnbuckle. Bartell back in places Gibson in a tree of woe, and they double-team Gibson with their combo on the apron. Uh, Bartell with the white noise for a near fall. Bartell with the shot in the corner. Gibson tries to counter, but still gets into Gary. Double underhook suplex on Gibson, and Bartell gets chopped in the throat after coming off the ropes. Bartell returns a favor and tags in Eichner. Spinebuster for Eichner, then a soccer kick from Bartell, then a gut-wrench suplex. And the cover by Eichner for another near fall. Gibson back on the shoulders of Eichner, who lands a driver. Then um, then goes for a moonsault, but lands on the knees of Gibson. Drake gets the tag, and he ends Geary's Eichner. Chop on Eichner in the corner, and Eichner fights out of being on the top and is now going for a powerbomb, but Drake escapes. Bartell pushes Drake into the suplex position, caught by Eichner, and that motherfucker's strong mm-hmm. for that shit. He was like the strongest... Pound for pound. Yeah, he powers him up and lands it with a cover broken up from Gibson. Bartell is tossed to the outside. Gibson takes Eichner into the corner. He's held until Drake drop kicks Eichner. Poetry in motion as Drake uses Gibson to take out Bartell on the apron. Bartell pulls out Gibson and Drake ends up, and I haven't said it this whole episode, the most deadliest. Deadliest. Undefeated. Undefeated. Undisputed. Undisputed. Move in all of WWE history. The surprise, brother. But, but Drake is European. Straight from Holland. And he kicks out. <laughs> Drake is tossed to the outside and Eichner hops to the top and Frog splashes every fucking one on the outside. Ever rises back out and they cause the match to be thrown out by attacking them. And damn... This wasn't a bad match, and I didn't like that finish, but it is what it is. I'm just happy to see a tag team division. And Ever Rises out the building as they split the scene after screwing up this match. Um, Give this match a gram of pump fake and a gram of, uh, of, of some, of some uh, Kobe. He said, pump fake. Yeah. That pump fake, that 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 finish. Um, well, not, I'm so not used to that, and which I can appreciate when it happens in NXT because I'm so not used to seeing a, fall, a pump fake, a bullshit ass finish like that. It just rarely happens, you know. what I'm saying, it, even if it does, it usually makes sense, you know. what I'm saying, like uh, maybe like um, a potential squash and it gets uh, broken up by someone who's. From the outside, it's inside that you know who has a major blood feud. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I guess I can say I'm glad that they did that. It made sense because that actually saved them from not looking like pushovers. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and, you know, they deserve a spot. Say what you want to say. I mean, it's a tag team. They got to have a spot tag team division. So, yeah, good for Ever-Rise, you know, coming back. Saying, like, motherfucker, we here too. Yeah. Um, it's just was a great... I just like that it gave ever like I immediately once that once that happened like yeah. I hated it but once it happened I'm like okay well I'm kind of kind of interested in Everrise now like, yeah yeah it's that, it's that right there it just just peak peak interest because like I said go I was going straight to the finish. right but um this is a uh, let me give this I guess I give this a Bud Light right. A Bud Light. Um, I enjoyed this match, and I guess I was <laughs> the fact that they did it was a good bad thing. But I was like, I wanted an actual three count, but because this was a good ass oh, match, yeah. minus that one botch, Smash Mouth. Everybody mm. looked good. I was happy to see Imperium, as I just knew they was going back to uh, the UK and their NXT. But man, whoever I made surprising that I mean because. NXT UK has no tag team. I mean, it's pretty much just Gallus and Morgan and Webster and yeah. the, the Hunt. And Mustache Mountain. Yeah. But whoever made the call for Imperium to stay there, good. Because, and then they can go back whenever, uh, I guess, the other tag team. Well, I kind of wish it was Mustache Mountain. Yeah, if you if you want to give you want to get my honest opinion, leave Imperium over there just for the simple fact, and like Walter, Walter's yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? And it, it makes nah. more sense for them to be there. Nah, I, mean, I get it. I get it. Tyler Bate, <laughs> Tyler Bate, and Trent Seven is pretty much all you have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or they, I mean, but like Morgan and Webster, like that's pretty much like your main high flyer. Um, they probably could do Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams. Yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So yeah, man, tag division. I'm I'm excited about it. Excited yeah. About it. Uh, Timothy Thatcher's lesson this week, and Thatch as Thatch can, and this we're talking about Timothy, Tina, Thomas, Tony, Tony Theodore, Tony, Tony, Tyrone, Tony, Tisha, Tasha, Tessa, Terry, Gabby, Thomas the Tank Engine, yeah, Thatcher. Yeah, his lesson this week, and Thatch as Thatch can, as he gives us a lesson on distractions. You know this is directed at Tommaso Ciampa as he is standing behind him. I was like, what? I, and I said it, then I was like, Ciampa's going to be standing behind him. Right. <laughs> yeah, and um, Thatcher says he already has a student, but Ciampa says he's there to teach and class is in session. Thatcher reiterates that he has no problem with Ciampa as he exits the ring. Ciampa says Thatcher is a disappointment and Thatcher sneaks Ciampa with a takedown, but Ciampa gets the upper hand dropping Thatcher. Lesson one, don't be an ass. And the student, however, attacks Ciampa. As 420 said this several episodes ago that Thatcher should have some minions. Thatcher gets the best of Ciampa and he's sent into the barricade and back into the ring. Thatcher puts Ciampa asleep with a growly lock and sign me up for these two whenever they lock it up. Which is going to be tonight. Ooh, Thatcher is quite impressed about his student and Ciampa learned about distractions and like I said take over they will indeed get it on say no more I'm just ready for it yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm down Thatcher for it Thatcher and Ciampa man yeah. sign me up alright Shotzi Blackheart versus Raquel Gonzalez in the ladder match to see who gets the advantage for war games holy shit both respectively are on the platform and this match is on drop kick to Raquel I almost said Rachel Rachel <laughs> and she takes it to her with some kicks and shit uh, Raquel go tries to use a power but Shotzi is too quick early 
in the early part of this match. Spoke too soon as Raquel has Shotzi in a the backbreaker, then is tossed to the apron. Shotzi with a forearm, but she still is knocked to the outside. Raquel goes for the ladder and tries ramming Shotzi into it, but gets rammed into it herself. Cameraman got a shot full of yams, though. Yams. <laughs> Those are yams on that Shotzi. Yams. <laughs> Matter of fact, we, we didn't... We, we didn't see Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. I'm a little sad about it. Anyway, Shotzi takes the place, uh, uh, takes and places the ladder in the ring, and Raquel stops her on the outside. Shotzi kicks her off and lands on Raquel, but she's caught and bounces off the ladder. Raquel stands up the ladder, and Shotzi's back in the ring and hops on the back of Raquel with a chokehold. Raquel tries to get her off by going to the corner, but she holds on. And now they go to the outside, and Shotzi's still on the back. And Raquel is back on the apron. She finally gets Shotzi off by running into the ring post. Raquel then rams her into the barricade, then tosses her, but Shotzi lands on her feet. Raquel, I can't believe I had said this one this episode, but she goes for the big boot. Big but her foot is sent into the steps. Basement drop kick to Raquel, sending her into the ring post and steps. Raquel in pain, but sends Shotzi into the announcer's desk. Raquel tries sending her back into the barricade, but Shotzi hops on the cage and kicks Raquel away, then lands a coffin drop of her own. They're both down, and Raquel repeatedly kicks Shotzi into the steps. Back from break, they fight for the ladder, and Raquel pushes her off. Shotzi lands a kick to, shot, uh, to, to Raquel on an apron. I have no idea what she was going for as they attempt an apron spot, but I guess it ended up a face plant on the apron to Raquel. Shotzi should probably lay off the apron spots for a little while. Yeah. Okay. Keep fucking herself up. Yeah, they said it was a DDT, and Shotzi goes for what looks like a reverse DDT, but is slammed onto the apron as well. Raquel grabs the steel steps and rams them in the face of Shotzi, and she she's back in the ring trying to go for the briefcase. Shotzi's back in on the ladder, pulling on the left arm of Raquel uh, through the ladder over and over. Shotzi bounces Raquel's face off the ladder, and it teeters, knocking them both off. Shotzi is favoring her right ankle as she's back on uh, back up the ladder. Raquel pulls her off, as well as Shotzi pulling Raquel away. Raquel goes back up, and Shotzi tips over the ladder, and they both go for the ladder, and Shotzi decides to go for another, but gets a big book. Big into the corner and Raquel tries ramming Shotzi with the ladder but misses in the corner Hurricane Rana on Raquel sending her into the ropes and a fucking senton onto Raquel into the ladder bending her spine and mm, I was mm. waiting for a big spot to such ouch god damn bro <laughs> Raquel is on the outside and Shotzi goes to the top and it's another senton to the sternum of Raquel on the outside Amy Hardwell sneaks a ladder onto the platform of Team Candace and they escape and come down to the ramp to assist Raquel Rhea Ripley and Ember Moon have mysteriously found a ladder of their own as they come down as well Hardwell is inside the ring going for the briefcase but Shotzi lays her ass out with a kick and she's clotheslined by Ra- Raquel and she's going to the top. A brawl breaks out between both teams as we see Io Shirai. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Io Shirai springboard off the ropes to the back of Raquel. She chokes out Raquel, but she puts Io on the apron and Raquel charges her, but goes over the top instead to the outside. Um, Io goes to the top and lands a moonsault on the mall in which she is a genius of the sky. Mm-hmm. Chauncey Blackheart is by herself as she climbs the ladder and retrieves the briefcase to get the win and the advantage for her team. We now know who the fourth member is, but I knew a while ago. But I'm excited. I'm very excited for tonight's war games. 
Mm. Uh, my roach clip of the week, most definitely. That, that fucking senton that folded up Rachel made no fucking sense. I thought she was fucking Ooh. dead, bro. I was like, man, is Indy going to come up off the shelf? <laughs> you going to come off the shelf, Indy? Uh, great. I mean, they, they do their go-home shows. Rarely do they have a bad go-home segment uh-huh. on their go-home show. It was a great match all the way around. Um, it's rare to see the faces with uh, advantage. Yeah. Um, I, I, which I, is going to be a little different. I heard a several plays. Like, we, none, of, none of us expected for the faces to get yeah. advantage. Like, there's always been, like, a heel thing to do. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'll definitely give this uh, five grams to Kobe. I loved it. Kobe, 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 Kobe. Who was that? Chris Tucker off of Philly? Come on, come Kobe. on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. Let's give this one a cold come on extra because, uh, man, this this was a great match, man. Like, it's so many, but the women's division, man, the women's. They they, the they bolstered up the tag division. Yes. The women's division is Diesel. And one thing they have to understand, in order for them to be the NXT they want to be, don't pay attention to anything AEW is doing. Right. Do your own thing. Do your own thing and you will be fine. Like I, I still come back and watch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I'm invested in NXT. Some people have soured on NXT. And granted, they're not as, I say, as we look at this NXT, as we're watching right now, they're not that NXT. But hell, it's still great NXT. You know what I mean? Like I always say, I, I can't, mean, I'm I can't just showing why people can't enjoy both, all of it. Like, I always say that AEW is pussies and NXT. You do know you can watch both. You know you can both. enjoy both. Like, I, I, mean, I do. <laughs> I mean, unless they're actually into some like, oh, we're gonna see AEW versus NXT like matches. Like, then what are we talking about? Yeah, like I enjoy both. I like the fact that um, I have different content that's not WWE based. Yeah, and I can watch it with pleasure. Granted, I would like for more of my Raw and SmackDown content to be more fluid and more yeah. cohesive, like the NXT product is. But hey, I got NXT, so I'm not that mad about it. I had this idiot, and I don't watch AEW Dark, but I do understand what the show is morphed into, and it's good for up and coming talent, so they'll be able to have a platform to where they can be able to get their shit off, you know, and potentially get signed by somebody mm-hmm. because. They don't have any indie uh, any uh, indie promotions right now. Not a lot of them no. that's up and running. As you can see, MLW has just started back up. Uh, as well as uh, i seen NWA. They started back up too. Right. But this, these are still crowdless uh, promotions. It's working with you know minim- minimal people. I guess people that, that really matter. But how are any of this talent able to get off any of their shit if they don't have a platform like uh, uh, AEW Dark and some idiot, I told him, I was like, man, you got to be seeking attention because that's what the show is all about. He was like, with with this type of lineup, uh, I, I that's not going to pique my interest or anything like that. Well, this type of lineup, we might as well stick to WWE, whatever the fuck that idiot said. Understand what it's for. Mm-hmm. Understand what it's for. I don't know. I might watch the AEW Dark here from here to there to see who's new, but that's what it's for. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah, my my last shot. Jeez, man, it was it was a lot of good shit mm-hmm. on this NXT. Um, I gotta say that ladder match, just that spot that um 
that Raquel took that sent on that's and what, what what more can I say about Raquel man I, I, Rachel. I am a fan of her as well as all the rest of these ladies that is going to be in this match so now we have the predictions which is starting to become a very critical part <laughs> Of Hayes Hops and Turnbuckles, man, because it is uh, it is very fateful. I was gonna bring that sour monkey beer, but I don't think I want to drink nine nine point zero percent of anything. So yeah, we've got another one, a uh, 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 classic that NKB four twenty knows all about. We will be going at it for who's gonna drink the Ramble On by Star Hill Brewery. All right, let's get to it. Men's War Game match, the Undisputed Era. Against, uh, they say the kings of NXT, but I'm gonna call them the brand because it sounds so more kick ass. Uh, God, we go with the brand. We go with the brand. No, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna go with the undisputed era. Go undisputed era. Uh, Final choice, undisputed era. I'm definitely going undisputed era. Team Blackheart versus Team Larray. Yeah. I asked you. Yeah, no, I, you <laughs> asked right, me, um, and I asked you. That's how we do this. Um, <clears throat> I think I'm going to go both baby faces winning the war game. So I'm going Team Blackheart. I'm with it. I, I gotta go with him too. I mean, I okay. feel like the shots he's getting her girl. She's getting a tank back. Uh, yeah. Like, just looking like, and then like you can incorporate Eddie Hartwell and all of them antics, but I don't think it'll be enough to for 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 Team Larray to to get the win. Yeah. All right. Triple threat for NXT North American title. Um, I'm seeing uh, I'm seeing uh, Gargano gets that belt back. Damn. I agree because he has the. Hey, let's see if the rascals do show up tonight. Yeah. All right, Timothy Thatcher versus Tommaso. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I guess we go with that one. Timothy Thatcher versus Tommaso Champa. Uh. Thinking you give this to Thatcher. I'm going with Tommaso. All right. There goes the split. There it is. Oh, well, the strap match. Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes. Uh, fuck. I guess I got to go with Loomis. I'm going Loomis because Loomis is undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. Besides what? That one match that he lost to, was it Bronson Reed? Something like that. Yeah, but he's been undefeated. I don't remember him losing. Or yeah, I don't know who's at all. Yeah, he was slated to become the North North American champion. What I was seeing until he got hurt by when Finn Balor fucked him up. We thought we was gonna see Kushida versus Finn Balor tonight, but give Balor just a little bit of time, man. It's another take uh, takeover coming up soon, man. Let him heal up. We'll get that title back in there. This did this this takeover didn't even need a, t- a title match, as you can see. Um, Ember, uh, not Eel Shirai is not putting her title on line, right. so it's a good card in my opinion. Yeah, no, I would. I would like for at least the maybe the uh, cruiserweight title be put on the line. But I mean, if you really didn't have a story set up, nah. Why not? But 
<laughs> I guess we'll be paying very close attention <laughs> to the Timothy Thatcher versus Tommaso Ciampa matches. This is the only one we had a difference of opinions yeah. on. Man. I don't know. I'm kind of kind of still iffy. If you're about the main event. Well, Undisputed Era? Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think that, that they, they need to get there. Yeah, we're, we're, we're sold. I'm sold on it. I'm sold. All right. Well, we're locking it in. Yeah, the decider will be who drinks to ramble on will be Timothy Thatcher versus Tommaso Ciampa. I am Team Ciampa. He is Team Thatcher. We'll see where it goes. And this is me. It's me. NKB420. A.K.A. Fat Boy 420. A.K.A. Hurry up, Terry. Get out of the way, Terry. You better win, Terry. Yeah, this is Dot Man 211. And uh, stay tuned. Uh, we will be back on a little bit later on after TakeOver is over to give you the review of what happened. On the most unapologetic wrestling podcast in all the internet, Hayes, Ops, and Turnbuckles. I can't key, everybody go die.